0: Hey, good show today, uh, everybody. Uh, the callers and everything. Yeah. Everybody on this end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Except uh, for Robert Creeper. Yeah, Reaper sure. threw a little temper tantrum today. Uh, He's
1: fired, by the way. do you yeah. know that? I just fired his ass. And also the Beast is going out the door with him. It's Clarence, Clarence and his boyfriends. They're out. Yeah, that Time neat. to break up that old gang of little children, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think that there's potential for that. Yeah. I saw the Reaper out you, today you in you the parking lot the line, with a bunch of rap Can you imagine a line of young guys who'd be at the door there, sports uh, jock type of young guys, who just, they'd, they'd probably work for free. They'd probably pay the station to work there. Oh, you mean Here's like the... oh, you mean like Scott? Yeah, right. Guys who work for free. They don't want to work for free, but they wind up doing it. Yeah, Scott's working for free because he's not part of Clarence's little fraternity. That's why Scott's getting shot. Well, I think it. what they're doing to him is illegal. See, if Scott, if you go in there and like lick Clarence on the ass a couple of times and maybe you fondle his genitals, maybe he might put your ass on the payroll. You work for me?
0: I, I Listen, I filled in for a Hammer <laughs> for one day, and they gave me morning drive and changed five shows. There you go. So I figure the only thing that really mattered in the end of the day was that I was able to support Neal's show, you got to have a great lead for the leader. And with the two of us, who cares about anybody else? Right. Honest to God.
1: I heard that Moe's crotch rot was acting up. That's why he oh, was Jesus. To you today. know, around, oh. it, around this place. That's why I heard. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> around the beast is, Don't be laughing, Beast. You're done. I'm sort the disgusting. Uh, who are you this kidding, of, Beast? This tub of crap gained three pounds, you know? He went to the game on
0: Saturday, and he got so excited, he sprained his ankle and got sick and missed work money. And then Howard David... His if his wife yells he's, he's at him, he misses ankle? work.
1: I think you ought to spray his rectum.
0: How does he miss work when his wife yells at him? Probably. I mean, how, I've worked here in uh, maybe, 95 maybe he days in a row.
1: On. Maybe he couldn't get the piece glued on straight today. Maybe the weasel kept crawling down his forehead. You know what the best thing about working here for me was?
0: Saturday I had to go get uh, a medication at the pharmacy because of illness. I don't yeah. ever miss work, but I went and my bill would have been 75 bucks. But they had, they had sent me my uh, health insurance card. To these people at Beasley and I mm-hmm. and I got my uh, I got my prescription for 10 bucks. And so I I saved. Like 65 bucks, and I got to go back to the Walgreens and get my money back. That's a great day. That's the best thing that this place has ever
1: done for me. Excellent. That's probably the only thing they'll ever do for you. They got your car yet? No. No. Oh, uh, no.
0: They want me They're to drive today to Kendall, which is like driving to Europe for me, and that's not going to happen either. Here's Johnny Morales. I got bad news for you, Johnny. Get me the car, or I'm not going. It's simple. The guy well, here wants to do the deal.
1: You're waiting for Johnny Morales to get you a car? No. I, 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 I'm, I, I got, got ask you. What, what century is it now? <laughs>
0: I got competition going between Johnny and Jeff Hyde. Who's gonna fall over first?
1: Oh yeah, you got you got the heavy hitters on your side now, man. Yeah, thanks a lot, Neil. Now that you've got me in a
0: foul mood, have a crappy day. You too, Scott. See ya.
2: This is South Florida's only real sports station, WQAM,
3: Miami, Fort
2: Lauderdale,
1: a Beasley Broadcast Group station nwqam.com. You silly little boyfriend. Terrence and his bunk bud buddies. That's QAM for you now.
4: Larry King and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers.
5: Hi there, boys and girls. Today we've got a very extra special friend stopping by to show us all about something
6: really special. I hear him at the door right now. Come on in, Mister McMack. <laughs> How are you, laddie? Hey, brought by something I wanted to show ya.
2: Ooh, ooh, I wonder what here it is.
6: is. It looks
2: like looks like a, an octopus
6: with a kilt on. <laughs> it. That's me bag boy. Ooh, your bag? Hey. Ooh, what, can I touch it? Sure, go ahead. Ooh, ooh. run your hands. Out. That's that's soft. Hey, Looking like really velvet. Soft. Hey. Well, well, what what's this right here? That is my blowpipe. You,
2: what what do you do with the blowpipe?
6: You blow it, lad. You blow? You blow on it? Hey, you blowpipe. put your mouth around it and you blow. Can, can I do that? Hey, would you like to blow my pipe, laddy? Oh, c- can I? Sure, go ahead. Oh, okay. Come on, lad. You, you've got to put your mouth around it, lad. Don't oh, be afraid. Okay. It's not going to break. Like, like this? Aye, that's a boy. Stick it all the way down it's your throat. It's, it's getting bigger. Aye, oh. that means you're doing it right. What's this over here? That's Miss Chanda. What do we do with that? What you do with that, laddie, is you put your both hands... On it, you cover the hole, and you run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Ooh, kind of noise. Hey. There, like hey, run your hands Ooh, up and down okay. it there. Now what you want to do, laddie, is you want to blow on the pipe. You want to squeeze the bag nice and gentle. And then you want to run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Ooh, right, okay. All together, like all at the same time. Okay, here, here we go. Oh, good, laddie. <laughs> hey, that's good, lad. Sure. That's yes, good, laddie. <laughs> Keep blowing, no Blow harder, laddie. Harder. Squeeze the bag. Squeeze more.
4: Run your hand up and down the shaft. Quick. Faster. Run your hand up and down, bastard. Blow.
3: Blow. Oh, oh. oh, doing oh, oh, your
1: you we'll know, do that again. After the kitchen me breath, maybe. Maybe. 10.06 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Tuesday today. A very important announcement here. Oh, look at this. Get, look who's going to be there. Robert. Randy's going to be at this thing. Are you excited about that? All right. Bush Farewell Tour 04 protest today. 5 p.m. at the Hyatt Hotel, Pier 66 Fort Lauderdale. Wear a black shirt, bring a white cross representing a soldier killed in Iraq, and or a sign. For information, call Robert, and I'm sure that's not Robert Greeper, by the way five six one two 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 ninety one forty for information. The directions uh, you take I 85 to Davy Boulevard, East to US one, south on US one to seventeenth Street Causeway. If you don't know where uh, Pier sixty six is a uh, shame on you. Don't you think everybody knows where it is? Absolutely. Uh, parking on the west side at the Quay Shopping Center and Publix or Harbor Side of the South, Hyde is on the east side of the bridge. All areas that are public will be open subject to change it says let this moron know how he feels, says the Palm Beach Troublemaker. Nice gone Palm Beach Troublemaker. 5 p.m. at the Hyatt Hotel, Pier 66, Fort Lauderdale, today to protest the Bushmeister who's in town to raise a lot of money. He wants to raise a million dollars in four hours in Broward County. In uh, Broward, the goddess will be there. George would be there too, except he's busy trying to get Scott paid. I, I am. I don't know. I mean, somebody's got to get him on the payroll. It's, uh, you know, I, I think he should go in there right now and just whip it out in front of Clarence, <laughs> and it might, that might put him over. There. I'm, I'm serious. Just don't. I mean, don't let him touch it, but just let him look at it a little bit. That's the only like, way you're going to get on his good side. you probably step. get him on his side. No, it's it's unfortunate that we have a program director who's like about 10 years old who's involved with like a bunch of U.M. children like Robert Greeper and the Beast and all these other juvenile sports nerds. And, and as a result, the good people that come in and want to get paid and act like adults and really like, you know, do something constructive at a place, uh, they can't do anything because there's Clarence and his little fraternity. we got too many cliques in that place. You know what I'm talking about? No. What not enough spicks and too many cliques. Or is it the other way around? Too many spicks, Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, here's a a poll that the Sun Sentinel is taking. I love it. I love the results, man. The public, maybe a little bit slow, the American people, but finally, catching on. Yeah. Catching on, El Presidente. I'm delighted that he's in South Florida. I hope that uh, somebody passes along the message from the show. We hate you like poison, okay? You suck. We're on to you. Some of us have been on to them for a hell of a long time since they stole that bogus election two years ago. A poll in the Sun Sentinel says, President Bush is asking for another $87 billion to fund operations in Iraq, which would push the federal budget deficit to a record $562 billion for 2004. Are Bush's fiscal policies out of control? There are two choices, obviously. Yes, his tax cuts and spending plans have transformed a budget surplus into potentially ruinous deficits. Or no, no, Bush has been doing what's needed to shepherd us through a recession, terrorism, and the war in Iraq. Well, guess what? Guess which one has 70.9%? Yes. That's the one, yes. <laughs> His tax cuts and spending plans have transformed a budget surplus into potentially ruinous deficits. 29.1% say no. No. 20, only 29% bush lickers now. In a sunset, a lot of 3,500, uh, 3,500 responses. How do you like that? I like That's something? Good. Enough to make hair grow on your ass? not to make me vibrate. Public is starting to finally catch on, Bushmeister. Okay, they're on to you. You're out. You're absolutely out. you got two chances, none and much less than none, so forget about raising all that goddamn money. You know what really frosts my fat ass? I give up. Frosty? Where we are There's There's this British, uh, I forget the name of the group, but at any rate, the, the story that's coming out today is about how uh, the Al-Qaeda is stronger right now. They're reorganized. They're stronger now than they were before 9-11. We still haven't got Osama Yamama. We haven't got Mullah Bullah Omar. They're stronger and they are like got all kinds of devious plans, as our governor told us he had a year ago. They have devious plans for us. But in the meantime, what are we doing? We're wasting billions and billions and billions of dollars and hundreds of American lives in a war against a phantom enemy that was never a threat in the first place. Can you imagine if we were spending those billions of dollars on real homeland security? Can you imagine that? Yeah, I imagine it all. On really securing and really going after al-Qaeda? But we have that problem of the Bush family and the uh, bin Laden family. You know, it's Bush and the House of Saud is really what it's Mm -hmm. all. That's the background of all of it. There's a real, real chigger in the woodpile with this whole thing. That's what it's all about. Oh, no, but there were Iraqis uh, 9-11, weren't they? No. No. No, they weren't. It's kind of like the Humpty Dumpty syndrome. You know, it's like all the pieces are broken, and now he's trying to put it back together again and can't do it. And now he's running to the same people he was thumbing his nose at. You know, you're either with us or you're against us. Those, oh, well, come on, won't you help us out now? Come on, please. send in some troops, send in some peacekeepers, send in some money, please. Because we're drowning in a sea of debt based on this phantom war that we thought was going to be so easy. How come I'm getting so serious already today, you know? What? I don't know. I like it. Good. 'Cause I got a whole bunch of crap here, okay? I'm not in no mood for bull crap today after hearing about Robert Greeper's temper tantrum. Here's a guy, he's got more lives than the ever ready cat. Yeah. At least. That's right. Can't stand that punk. Joe Costello was right about him. Joe's a pretty good judge of people, you know what? Yes, he is. The show blows, but he's a good judge of people. I like Joe a lot. And when he said Robert Greeper ought to get his ass canned, man, he had his thumb right on the magic switch. Get him out of there, Clarence. Start breaking up this little band of boys. It's like, it's like uh, a, the, the boys in the band. That's what Clarence has going there. Remember that movie 100 years ago, sure. that fag movie? Mm-hmm. That's what Clarence he has got, like a gay club going on there. Gay. That, that's exactly correct. And you know the reason we, we don't see Clarence anymore? He's busy. You know what he's doing? You're looking for glory holes. That's what he's doing. He's out there looking for freaking glory holes. Because at least they can't run away. You know, I'm saying? They're like stationary. Once he starts humping, uh, they can't get away from him. Although the rumor around town is that even the glory holes, so they kind of like seal up when they see them coming. 1186 votes on yesterday's poll. I, I, why am I so worked up all of a sudden? I have no idea. Good, though. You, it's your responsibility, vitamins. You know this call in Papineau is going to be bogus. Here's sure. Papano, Hello. How you doing, Neil? Pretty good.
7: Ah. Uh... I just was wondering how much it's going to cost us taxpayers uh, during rush hour to shut down all the major highways around the airport, shut down the airport, and shut down the intercoastal. So that he Probably comes, millions. Uh, you know how many millions? About 30, man.
1: Yeah. This is ridiculous. And, and, you
7: know, he's going to suck some money out of his rich friends, but all his middle-class people that are driving from work are going to get stuck.
1: Sir, let me tell you something. You use the appropriate term. When you think about this president, suck is the appropriate term. He sucks.
8: Yep, no doubt. I, hey, I didn't vote for him. And I sure as hell won't be voting for him uh, this
1: time around. Amen. In fact, next time, those of us who voted against him last time are going to vote three times just to make sure this time. Hey, in Florida, you can do that. Why not? <laughs> That's right. F&A, man. Okay, uh, good luck to you. Thanks, Bill. See you. Hey, that was a real call. I it got it so uh, pissed off and fired up. I'm astonished. Let me do the, uh, well, you have little faith. Of course, I didn't have no faith either. Still about half of the town is laying out there gone, and who the hell can blame him? Thirteen past ten, we'll give you the poll results from yesterday. We got a uh, poll today that doesn't need any added I don't think it does, but nope. we'll find out. I don't think it needs no addition to you. No. Nope. You can put the new one up, Eric. I naturally I uh, printed out the, the one from yesterday so it doesn't like escape me. Because Thursday, two days from now is the second anniversary of nine eleven and this Al Qaeda business, how come all these billions of dollars are being wasted and they're stronger than ever? Weren't we hearing just a few months ago that uh, we've cut off the head and that basically yeah, they yeah, were like uh, disorganized and they were no longer the threat they used to be, and yada yada. were, were, were we hearing that crap? Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? Surprise! Surprise! Those evildoers are out there, the real evildoers, the ones that we haven't been uh, going after, except for the ones that were feeding uh, McDonald's down there at Guantanamo, mm-hmm.
3: that's
1: what they all want done. They want a Gitmo for their money. Hey, you'll get Moa weight loss with balance for life. You know, the Beast, I've, I've written him off for the last time. No more chances. Maybe he can elope with Robert Greeper and uh, Clarence. They can have, like, a three-way. They can work off the weight. That's the only way that fat tub of crap's going to lose weight. No. Were
5: you fudge packing? Are you one of the millions who feel twisted? and bloated uh-huh. and constipated I am
3: uh-huh. so constipated I
5: haven't gone in a week if you have recurring abdominal pain or discomfort bloating and constipation see your doctor Fuck,
3: you gotta help me it feels like I got a poodle up my ass wow,
9: you do have a poodle up your ass
5: ask your doctor about getting relief with Zelnorm.
3: will Zelnorm keep me from putting poodles up my ass?
9: no, Mary, it won't but it makes it easier for the poodle on the way out. Zonorm,
1: be yourself again. 1019 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. we got the Mad Dog at 2. The Humper in the studio at 4. That is, uh how many weeks has it been since the Humper has actually been there in the studio? About 30, man. Another tough uh, assignment for Hank. He's got uh, two and a two-and-a-half-hour show, 4 to six thirty-five because the Marlins on deck. The wild card leading tied with the Phillies, and Marlins. How do you like that? You ready for that? What? Marlins at 6.35 on deck, then the game at the Mets uh, seven ten. Each game becoming more and more important now. Eddie Kay follows the game and Joe and Mark overnight. And then maybe Mo will be back tomorrow, but we can certainly hope not. Absolutely. Because he's got bad crotch rot now is what the deal is. So he was out sick this morning like a real pussy, man. Every time he gets a hangnail, every time his wife looks at him across line, oh, gee, I can't come in no Mo. We can only pray for that, you know. So here's the results of yesterday's poll. Who is was the greatest fictional character in movies or TV? We asked. Long list here. Should I give them all? Yeah, why not? James Bond wins. No no contest. 286. Can't argue with that, really, right? No. no. How many years has James Bond been going? About 30, man. Uh, how many different actors have played James Bond? About 30, man. Archie Bunker, 101. That's good. I like the way Archie Bunker moved up the ladder there into a good second place. Superman, 97. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's uh, Tom Welling's foot. Why? He's got big feet. He's got size 14 oh, feet. Oh. You and you know what they say a about a guy that's got big feet like that and right. big hands. Big oh, shoes, my big God. Hands. Big shoes. Wow. Can you even imagine? What's that thing he dragged through the tomato soup? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but by now probably a sure tasty. Darth Vader, 84. Bugs Bunny was a late addition on there. Thank you very much to the guy that recommended Bugs Bunny. He's got 72 votes. That right, That was brilliant. That was brilliant because ordinarily you wouldn't think of a cartoon character necessarily. Right, but Bugs Bunny is legendary. He's been all over the place, sucking down them carrots. Indiana Jones sixty-three, Sherlock Holmes fifty-five. I love Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce and anybody else who plays Sherlock Holmes. Are we like? Uh, there's another John Carradine role. Didn't he also do that? I I don't know. He was like a ripoff. He ripped off everybody. No, not or was it Peter Cushing? Peter Cushing. I'm sorry. Peter Cushing. Poor man. Yeah. Hammer, Hammer uh, Studios. Peter Cushing. Michael Corleone forty-five, and like I said. Probably would have done better except for the fact that, uh, you know, there were other characters in the same movie who were uh, more prominent.
9: Well, let me tell you something, my crunk,
1: friend. Exactly. Even A Horse's Head, I think, was, like, more prominent than Michael Corleone. Not going to race him, though. cartoon cartoon mm-hmm. <laughs> Dirty Harry had 42. He was just a cartoon character. Michael Corleone, 45, Dirty Harry, 42, Batman, 36. To the Batmobile, Robin. And by the way, adjust those tights. Something's flopping out. Dracula, 32. Inspector Clouseau had... You know what Inspector Clouseau had? 30, man. That's exactly what he had. See, I almost passed up that opportunity there. That would have been bad. Captain Kirk, 29 votes. Lucy Ricardo. Now, that's interesting. Eric actually put her nice last name on her like there would be some other Lucy. And you know what? He's right, because it could be Lucy from uh, Peanuts. Wasn't right. there, right? right? I emailed him Lucy Ricardo, just uh, to be thorough. Spick. Lucy Ricardo, 23. That was
10: the character's name.
1: I know, just don't get all uptight. Like I said, uptight little Spick. Ralph Crandon, 21. Mad Max, 19. Now, is that, is that where we got that thing from? Where we got what thing from?
10: Push the button, Max! <laughs> oh, that's the Great Race. That's uh Keenan Wynn. I know. I love Keenan Wynn. I liked Ed too. It shows you how old I am. Uh-huh. Even, even you ooh, remember ooh, ooh, Edwin, i I have no
1: idea how. I I'd watch old TV. He was a panic, man. He was a funny, funny guy. He was goofy. He's dead. Fred Sanford, 18, <laughs> he's also dead. <laughs> yeah. Bullwinkle J. Moose, who still lives 16. I, I think that's underrated. I think uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle was the greatest show in the history of television. You know what? Even, uh, uh, and it's older than me, obviously, so
10: I was watching it in syndication. Even at yes. the time, my peers, it was going over their head. Nobody liked it as much as uh, like I did, and just a few of us.
1: Now, Dudley do Right was a separate show,
10: right? It was uh It, it was during, you know, how they had the Bullwinkle adventures, the Rocky and Bullwinkle. And then right. in between, they had all these other features like uh, Fractured fl- uh, Flary Tales.
1: Right. And Dudley do Right With Edward it, Everett Horton narrating. Right. Who was what right. A, and Hans Conrad. Oh, my God. You know yeah. something? The Like I was telling you before the show this morning, I need a lobotomy because my mind is so filled with useless no, but crap. No, uh, oh, that's know?
10: important stuff, that. It is? The horse racing, yeah. Hans Kahn.
1: No, the horse racing is very important to me. You have no idea. Me and harness racing are Uh, like uh, uh, butter and bread. Nobody cares. We are tight. Lucy Ricardo, 23. Ralph Cramden, 21. Mad Max, 19. Fred Sanford, 18. Bull Winkle. I'm reading them again. Bull Winkle J. Moose, 16. Mr. Spock, 15. Spider-Man, 14. George Jefferson, Godzilla, Columbo, Rocky, and Freddy Krueger had 10 apiece. Tarzan, 9. 8. Only 8 for Frankenstein. I, I don't... I, I'm sorry. I mean, the, the audience did pretty well on this, but I think the Eight for Frankenstein is like uh selling him a little bit short. Old Hat. What, what does that mean, he Old was,
10: Hat? He was a, a popular monster back then.
1: Yeah. But that's, that's a, true. They, don't, they haven't really, like in a long time, right. made any uh, Frankenstein movies. That, the last one was probably bad. Young Frankenstein, wouldn't you think? No, they made the, uh... With Gene Wilder, which we love Gene Wilder and we still feel really bad about Roseanne Rosanna Dana. Why the hell couldn't it have been Aliana Rosanna Dana that would have gone to that big, uh, right-wing, uh, bullcrap thing in the sky and left, uh, Gilda Radner alive? I loved Gilda Radner. Man, she was, she was, she was great. You know? Mm-hmm. And Gene Wilder, you feel, you feel bad. You know, I mean, she died a long time ago, but. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah. waxing nostalgic now in my old age. Frankenstein 8, Wonder Woman 6, Norman Bates had only 5. Rambo 5, The Fugitive 4, Zoro had 4, Charlie Chan had a pair, and King Kong had 1 out of 1,192 votes. near 1,200 votes on a kind of like insipid pull we did yesterday. By the way, for our listener, George, that's George with a G, who uh, inquired, and thank you. Well, I'll read the facts because it, you know, sucks my ass, and why not? I like that. It says, good morning. First, thanks for your show. Well, you're welcome. Yesterday around 1.30, you read something written by James C. Moore, I believe. That is absolutely...
4: Absolutely.
1: Correct, sir. I love my country, but I hate my president. It was the impression I was left with, and it was fabulous. He said, "It's fabulous, almost like cross-dressing. Fabulous. Oh, the feel of that bra on your on the male breast, on the booth. you Ever do that? <laughs> yeah. Me neither. But there are guys who are like so heavily into that. And I'm talking about straight guys. I still don't understand that. Do you? No. What is the? I, I don't know. I don't know. When I talking I'm talking about guys husband. that have, like, a real wardrobe. I'm talking that really, sure. really like to dress up. You know, they've got the whole outfit. Not just a bra. Anybody can slap on a bra. In fact, there are a lot of guys like Joe Rose who admitted he needs a bra. You know, a lot of working out, and then he doesn't do it for years, and he starts getting real saggy. Right. He's got bigger breasts than his lovely wife. Anyway, it says, I was it was fabulous. Looked on your website and searched Google but couldn't find it. Well, we got it, and it's going to be on our website. Anytime Eric gets around to it, it's on buzzflash.com. If you don't want to wait for it to pop up on our... <laughs> Website, you can check buzzflash.com right now. And it's, I, I believe, the second article on there from September 8 from uh, yesterday. And it's called I Love My President, but I, I. What is it? I Love My Country, but I Hate My President by James C. Moore. I have it right here in my hand. Who's co author of A Bush's Brain How Karl Rove Made George W. Bush Presidential. See, by him coming to town today, that doesn't mean that we're going to like slack off. In fact, if anything, we're going to lay it on real thick because we're on to UW. Ronda, you and all your fascist right-wing lunatics, okay? Like John Ascroft and Hermann Gehring Rumsfeld and all of these people and Wolfowitz and Pearl and all these, uh, grave robbers. Not to mention the friends at, uh, Halliburton and Bechtel and all these other goyim. Oh, look at this. Minister arrested for trying to lure a teen online. Yeah, that was on the news. And, in Dade County. Right, that was on the news. That must be a. Can't that be a mis- Oh, look at his name, too. Walid Nasser. Yeah. Sounds I'm arrogant. We'll get to that after the break. We got a lot of stuff here today. Good news, well, though. Yeah, we have. I beg your pardon? It was a girl. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Oh, but it's it's only a minister anyway. It's not a uh, priest. Well, we got the latest update on the priest uh, situation from ABC News. Got lots of heavy-duty stuff today. We don't want to put a lot of pressure on you. We had one call so far, and it was a winner. Hey, let's quit while huh? we're having. One for one. Let's quit right now with the phones <laughs> after the last couple of days. Well, look, there's half of the town is gone, you know. Well, look at that. There's City Pulse's Athlete of the Week. Holy crap. What the hell's his name? 27 after 10 at 560 WQAM, VIPSportsbook.com is South Florida's best sports book. You know, this time of the year, with football underway right now, at least some teams are playing. Some haven't really started yet. They're supposed to, but they haven't started yet. Uh, every sportsbook under the sun is advertising, shouting, and yelling. to make all kinds of bogus claims. But 99% of these bookies, you'll find them, maybe you'll find them, in the jungles of Costa Rica. They're hiding under those under the lush tropical forests. This year, move up in class to vipsportsbook.com, people you can trust, the oldest and largest sportsbook in the world-famous Netherlands, 100% legal and licensed as well. So if you want to make sure that you get a square deal and that you know where your money is and that you wind up getting it, call vipsportsbook.com right now, One eight six six 866 vip bets or log on online, because vipsportsbook.com is South Florida is very best. You can trust them. Sign up right now, and you can bet all the South Florida football and basketball teams free, juice-free all year long. You want to bet on the Dolphins? 100 to win 100. You want to bet on the Hurricanes, 100 to win 100. So forget about the vigorous. All sign-ups get a 20% cash bonus, not some stupid funny money match play bonus. You get the real deal, the MS, as they say in Nigeria. VIP Sport or is it Niger? I'm so sorry. VIP sportsbook.com That's how you find them online or call them toll free one eight six six vip bets That's one eight six six vip bets Be sure you mention you heard about here on Krusty QAM, home of the Clarence Fraternity. VIPSportsbook.com, where you be the VIP. 2 a.m. By James Seymour. Eric is the best. It's already up there on our website. Be afraid. Be very
5: afraid. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like
4: all the heartburn. Don't, don't, don't. Every time I see. Don't, don't, don't. Dimwitch. Ha, <laughs> ha, <laughs> ha. on oh, oh, oh. oh, my TV. He's President comes <laughs> <laughs> Republicans bustled in an inarticulate idiot. I don't know why they would want this guy, but now he's here. We're through the next four years with President Thumbs. <laughs> <President> Thumb <laughs>
3: Oh, what i give to Come vote once more
4: And get who we all voted for Why, oh, Did you want this? Don't Lips, strumming stupid keys No, oh,
5: this drunk and rich kid No, no
4: Dumber than me,
3: yes.
4: he's President Dumpsh**t, you don't care what it took, you got him in by Hooker cross, the Christian right knows what's best, you and I but have no fear, we've got a
3: great leader here,
6: with President Dumpsh**t,
3: President Dumpster.
6: You know, when he made that big speech to try
3: to
1: peddle this uh, bullcrap, to try to like, uh, undo some of the harm of this Iraq attack on Sunday night, yeah, I didn't watch it, of course, live, but they showed the clips, and they actually showed it from the beginning when he walks out and gets to us to the podium, you know? Yeah. And and from the moment he walked out, he had that bewildered deer in the headlights mm-hmm. look, and then he starts like blinking, you know? It's like blinking, winking, and a uh, nod, or whatever the thing is. There's a nod, a clue. They flutter. See, he's got fluttering, uh, blinking eyes. Man. Who is this man kidding? How is it possible that there are any of you, no matter how partisan you are politically, can be uh, bushlickers at this point, huh? Other than maybe self-hating little fags like Miss Fudge and his little girlfriend Ann Coulter, that frustrated old bitch. But other than that, and Bob Novak, of course, who's got a guy named uh, I think he's a card carrying member of the Nazi Party. But other than that, that's with the small n. Or is it with the big n? By the way, did you see Hitler's filmmaker died? She was 101. Oh yeah. Nobody cares. Oh how many of these pre stories are you gonna send me, my God? Here's the poll for today, by the way, before we get mired in a in a sea and don't let me forget, Bush aides admit Iraq missteps. Oh, that can't be true, can it? Yes. Made mistakes. One day after President Bush gave the nation a cautious view of rebuilding efforts in Iraq, senior administration officials for the first time yesterday acknowledged that they vastly underestimated the damage to the country's infrastructure and greatly overestimated the amount of oil revenue that could be used to help rebuild a war torn country. Yeah. Yesterday sobering announcements came as members of Congress are contemplating El Presidente's request for eighty seven billion dollars to stabilize Iraq and Afghanistan and call into question earlier pronouncements by administration officials about the size and cost of this job. The disclosures coming on the heels of Bush's prime time address marked the administration's strongest acknowledgement to date that it failed to fully comprehend the complexities of rebuilding Iraq. They thought it was going to be a cakewalk. You know, a good PR effort. Hey, look at this. We're fighting terrorism. Of course, you know, there aren't no terrorists there that we need to be worried about. they got nothing to do with us. But nevertheless, we're fighting terrorism. It's part of the war on terror. You know, all this crap. It's essential for it. Right. And in the meantime, like I said, the $87 billion, not only we got kids, we, we can't even have kids go to school, high school for four years anymore now, which we'll get to that eventually today. Oh, yeah, let's just skip senior year. We can have more morons out there. We can't even in four years educate the kids. So let's do it like in about a week and a half would be good. Look at all the money we'll save. So we can get all all to Bechtel and Halliburton. That sounds good. Maybe we can revive Enron again for Kenny Boy, Kenny Lay. What do you say, Kenny Lay? It's criminal. This, The impeachment proceedings should be underway now as I speak. You're talking about a country that was whipped up into a frenzy about a couple of blowjobs, and here's a guy who has lied, who who has slaughtered countless thousands of innocent people in Iraq, who is, who is set up for human sacrifice, hundreds and hundreds of young American people without having any plan, any clue, any follow-through, who snubbed his nose at the rest of the world. Well, we're going to go in there, us and the Brits, of course, because we got naked pictures of Tony Blair and a goat. We're going to go in there. We're going to do our thing and screw all of you. You're either with us or against us. So it basically sets us up in the Brits and a bunch of little countries that nobody ever heard of before, and that's it, against the rest of the civilized world. And now that we're up to our ears in debt, that we realize that we're up to our noses in the crap, we can smell it. Well, uh, we need some help. What do you think? And they're running to the U.N. <laughs> running to the freaking U.N., which we said was it was going to trivialize itself by failing to pass that resolution right. to support our Iraq attack, our illegal attack on a sovereign country. We don't need them. No, we don't need nobody else. But now all of a sudden we need them. Oh, we changed their mind. Can you help us out?
10: For old time's sake.
1: Yeah. You know, remember old Europe and new Europe, and uh, in other words, anybody who's with us is new Europe, and anybody who's against us is old Europe. You know, they have the small countries like France, Italy, uh, Germany, these. Right, yeah. Bastard. Anyway, here's the poll. I'm, see, you can let me get all whipped up to a friend's Good. Look at all the response on the phone there. Nothing. That's okay. Like I said, we had one great call. That's it. That's all we need. <laughs> Got me rolling. I'm rolling. I'm Good. just I'm rolling. I'm just like CCR, rolling. I am. I'm doing it. I'm rolling one right now, big fat one. I think I'm gonna smoke it right during the show today. The hell with it. Hey, uh, you can. I can. That's right. I can walk out on the street and smoke it here. They don't give a flying crap. We don't have the goddamn pot police here. We don't have the we don't have the fag police. We don't have all this other crap. We don't live in a country here in Canada where we got a bunch of repressive Nazis running the country. How do you like that, eh? Take your pipe and smoke it, and stick it where the moon don't shine, Clarence. Back Robert Creepers. Ad oh, yeah, we already did. Boy, it's getting pretty crowded in there. What's your take on this Thursday's two-year anniversary of 9-11? That's our poll question today. By the way, my weight is 186.7. Start writing my weight down, even though it has nothing to do for Balance for Life because I'm up here. They have a similar program here. It's not not their company. It's another one with the same thing. But I'm not doing that. But at any rate, 186.7. Start keeping track of my weight every day. Sure. to hell with a beast. He can, he can go to hell. How many times can you try to help somebody out? You know what I'm saying? About 30. Well, we're already up to about 40 with him came in today hops on the scale and gained three pounds you're you're hopeless okay we don't like you beast pharrell hates you like poison wants you off the show i think you ought to elope with clarence and robert gripper you have a three-way eat everybody pick a hole what are you laughing about fishing hole pick it it's like when you go into a new place of work everybody pick their own orifice what's your take on this thursday's two-year anniversary of 9 11 that's our poll question today and it's only two days away by the way I don't want to get anybody nervous. I mean, there are some people that start getting... uh, Be afraid. Be very afraid. Get really hysterical, you know, just because uh, there are a lot of evildoers out there looking to do us bad.
3: The sky is falling.
1: Okay, here's your five choices so far. I think I covered, I touched the bases. We'll see. Bad Schmidt will happen. Nothing will happen. I won't travel that day. I'm staying close to home all day. Or what, me worry? That's what I voted. It's me, too. What's your take on this Thursday's two-year anniversary of 9-11? We got uh, so far 76 votes, been up there a few minutes. Nothing will happen, 39. What me worry, 27. I'm staying close to home all day, 4. Bad Schmidt will happen, 3, and I won't travel on that day, 3. And I'm assuming when they say it won't travel, I'm not talking about going in a car (laughs) and going to the supermarket (laughs) like that. You know, on your left know yeah, there, no, there are people who will be under the goddamn bed. You know what I'm saying? No question. There'll be a bunch of pussies. Clarence will be under the bed. Probably with the Beast and Robert creeper
2: Live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 UN, QAM.
9: And now, on the campaign trail with George W. Bush. Today... America's candidate addresses
11: the unionized workers at South Carolina's Turbine Town factory. Great to be here in Nevada. South Carolina, Nevada. I want to be your president because I can relate to the ignorant blue collar worker. Don't say that. The ignorant worker all over the world.
6: Hey, Bush, what do you know about working? Uh,
11: uh, Never have worked a day in my entire life. Hands, smooth, silky, palm olive, you're soaking in it. Let's go to the next question. Yo, man! Yes, sir.
4: Yeah, well, you gonna legalize marijuana?
11: Good question. Important, substantive, marijuana legalization? No, absolutely not. Cocaine, yes. PCP, heroin, probably. Barbiturates, amphetamines, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Now you. What are you gonna do for the black man? (laughs) Thanks for asking. First thing I'd like to do, see me one up close. Not too close, no touching. Perhaps, maybe get a what? What? Can I get a what? What? George W. Bush, thank you very much. We gotta go. Can I get a what?
4: -what? We gotta go. On the campaign trail with George W. Bush.
1: By the way, the uh, uh, sale of rectal suppositories increased by 800 percent since he came into office. I wonder why that is. Since he took office. Yeah, I should have taken stock. Because he's a gigantic pain in the ass is the answer to the question, okay? As John McLaughlin would say, that's the correct answer to the question, dummies. 118 votes. What's your take on this Thursday's two-year anniversary of 9-11? Nothing will happen, 62. What? Me worry, 40. And if you wonder about Alfred E. Newman in those years, just take a look at your president, okay? There, he borrowed him. I'm staying close to home all day Thursday, only six. Bad Schmidt will happen. Only five people think that Bad Schmidt's gonna happen Thursday. But I won't travel that day five out of 118 so far. Now, we talked about this uh, Bush farewell tour protest that's going to take place today. Now, like you mentioned yesterday, these protests that are popping up everywhere he goes in the country now, getting little or no attention from the media. Right. Not ahead of time, anyway. Because even at this stage of the game, the media continues sucking Bush ass. It's just It's just amazing. Howard Dean came under fire yesterday from two rivals for the Democratic nomination for saying the U.S. should not take sides in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. <gasps> and somebody facts and says, Dean just committed suicide? Question mark. I don't think so. No. I think this is somebody that has the balls. Five days after Dean told supporters in New Mexico it's not our place to take sides in a conflict, Senator Joe Lieberman accused him of advocating a major break from the U.S. longstanding policy of ex- explicitly siding with Israel in the Middle East. That's the biggest problem in our policy in the Middle East. How can you negotiate a settlement when you're uh, one-sided? <gasps> of course, you Lieberman, he's got real credibility, don't he? No. no. I'm not biased. Why would you say that? Oh, brother. Put on the tallest and uh, the titses and go, uh, wrap your tefillin or something, whatever the hell it is. Go whale. Get lost. Yeah, go to the whaling wall. President Bush is scheduled to meet John F. Kennedy today during his first visit to Broward since the controversial 2000 election recount. Part of a swing through Florida that's expected to raise, oh, I said a million, more than two million, it says here, for his reelection campaign. A million in Broward, but two million during his swing. He's swinging it. Bush will make a four-hour visit to the Hyatt Regency Pier 66 Resort for a $2,000 a-person fundraiser. Kennedy 58 took over as general manager of the hotel on Monday. I'm quite pleased with his visit coming my first couple of days. He said local Republicans in Robert! hope to raise at least a million dollars from 500 guests for Bush's reelection. Oh, you know something if he if he gets reelected next year that's it. Tear up the constitution, burn the declaration of independence and everybody uh, just close the doors on a way out. I think they'll do it at a an, on a big assembly. We are looking forward to contributing to the presidential election, said William Shearer, a Fort Lauderdale lawyer and one of several fundraisers, who organized today's Fort Lauderdale event in!" Howard! Republicans hope to raise another million dollars earlier in the day in Jacksonville, in Duval County, a real Yahoo redneck nose-picking place. Bush has made Florida priority since winning the state by just 500 votes. no, he didn't, after a month-long recount in a court fight. Since his lackeys in the Supreme Court said, "Oh, stop the counting, it's getting too close." He's visited the Sunshine State 16 times since his election, including major fundraisers in Miami and Tampa since announcing in the spring he'd seek re-election. And on and on it goes. Jim Lay at all. a spokesman for the BSO, the unctuous BSO, wouldn't reveal what Rhodes-Bush will travel on or when he'll be arriving or leaving the hotel for security reasons. He did issue a warning. When the president moves, we close roads in front and behind him, lay it all said. Anybody who has business in the area would be advised, best advised, not to be on the road when the president's traveling. Pier 66 is on the 17th Street Causeway, and the event is scheduled from 5.30 to 7.30 in a p.m. Boat traffic will also be kept I bet the bridge tender's pissed off about that. Boat traffic will also be kept away from Pier 66 when the president's in the hotel. Absolutely. For Kennedy, who said he uh, gets kidded about his name constantly, the president's visit will be an exciting way to start his job. A veteran hotelier who once managed the Bonaventure Resort in Weston, Kennedy's met presidents before, Bill Clinton and Richard Nixon. Yaddy, yadda yaddy. How do you like that? This article in the Sun Sentinel by the unctuous, homophobic Buddy Nevins, that little piece of dirt who looks like he just jumped out of a dumpster. Looks like a weasel. What's that word? Hotelier. Hotelier. Don't tell your friends. Embarrassing. Anyway, don't forget the Bush Farewell Tour 04 protest today at 5 p.m. at the Hyatt Hotel on Pier 66. You're invited to wear a black shirt and bring a white cross representing a soldier killed in Iraq and or a sign saying no mo. I, th- I think that would be appropriate. No mo Bush. No no mo. Yeah. No mo. Bush. No mo Bush.
5: No mo. No mo.
1: Enough with the bullcrap. okay? Enough with the killing. Enough making human sacrifices out of American kids. No money for education, no money for homeland defense, all kinds of lies and bullcrap, yellow alerts, orange alerts, uh, flags and internet and up and down the old grease pole. But in terms of really getting uh, after Al Qaeda, really uh, apprehending uh, Osama Yomama, can't do it. Can't do it, Pally. And now they also admit the other day, which it was on our website. I never talked about it. They finally admit, oh yeah, well we let the uh, we let the Bin Laden family leave, even though all the other air traffic was closed down four days after nine eleven two years ago. We let the uh, we let them be spirited away to Saudi Arabia. I mean, God forbid we should ask them any questions, right? Well, we could call them up. No, yeah, we could call them on the phone. We could check them out. you have a little chat. Go in the chat rooms on the internet. <laughs> yeah. And the American public is buying this bullcrap? If there's anybody out there that's buying into this, shame on you, man. Just like Michael Moore said at the Oscars, shame on you. It's bad enough that we uh, shame on him, but the fact that the public is buying into this crap. Oh, yeah, well, you know, Iraq, they represented a real threat, and they had all those weapons of mass destruction. Duh. They did, huh? Where are they? Oh, here and there. They're around. Okay, let me just calm down. So, Should we take a call or two, because we're already one for one? Sure. We should. Here's Kendall. Hello. Who's saying apologies? See, one for two, like I said. <laughs> Here's a Coconut Grove. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
12: I just want to tell you, uh, you know, I want to put my vote in because I'll tell you what I think going to happen on 9-11. Absolutely yes. nothing. What's going to happen? We're going to wake up, the sun's going to be shining, and the weapon of mass deception will still be occupying our White House. That's the problem we're going to have.
3: Mm-hmm. And
12: they finally delivered shock and awe, an $87 billion bill.
1: Yeah, I'm in awe of it, and it is shocking, you're right. <laughs> it
12: is shocking. I don't know, it's amazing to me that the Flush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity uh, uh, Brigade is able to keep the marching clones going as they are, but uh, it's astounding because uh, they still... Yeah, no,
1: but when you watch those poll numbers dropping like a boulder from a, a tall building, you realize that they're not keeping the numbers what they were. They're dropping big time, fast. I saw a great thing in the chat room the other day that said
7: that George Bush's
1: approval ratings are dropping faster than true off of Ronald Reagan's chin. Boys, that exactly. doesn't take off. I bet you Nancy wrote that. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. <laughs> oh. oh, Nancy, just say. No. Next time he starts making those guttural noises. See, that's insensitive and bad, just because he's got Alzheimer's. Then you're going to make some kind of nasty crack about Charlton Heston. You son of a bitch. About Moses, you know? What about? Don't him? mess with Moses. Oh, he's Forward going to heaven. heaven. I beg your pardon? He's going to heaven. What, what can we do to him? Former Naples priest faces criminal probe in Miami. Oh, we'll get back to that one. Let's do the other one first. So many minister and priest stories in so little time. You know what I'm saying? I think I took that thing off of there. I had to make room for some of the other stuff on my uh, 360. So now if I want to play uh, this, I got to
13: Father O'Toole. God. Got to
1: do that. Well, it's on yours though. Yeah. Ain't it? Because instead of that, I got all the crap you can unwrap, all the slime all the time. Online. So we got like mix and match. We got whatever we got. Anyways, Dade County, a Florida minister is under arrest and accused of using the Internet to commit an unholy act. Oy. Police caught up with a preacher in South Florida at A.D. Barnes Park. This is in today's, uh, oh, 7 News, Channel 7 News. They have a lot of credibility. <laughs> at any rate, though, it's a real story. When Walid Nasser, founder of a ministry in Tampa, was not tending the church business, police say he was online looking for underage sex. Detective Juan del Castillo of Dade Police says he thought he was dealing with a 14-year-old female in this chat room He was actually dealing with one of our detectives, with one of our dicks. How do you like that? He thought he was dealing with some hot little 14-year-old babe, and he's dealing with some dick. 42-year-old Walid Nasser was busted on kiddie porn charges after police say he used his home computer to get into a young girl's Internet chat room and lure her online for sex. He indicated he wanted to have sex with this person he thought was a young girl, a 14-year-old girl. Investigators say Nasser, who lives in St. Petersburg, arranged to meet the teenager at A.D. Doug Barnes Park on Bird Road and 72nd Avenue. I guess he wanted to show her his bird. He drove all the way down from St. Petersburg to meet her at this park, and instead, we had a female detective waiting for him, and when he approached her, we arrested him, said Detective Castillo. Nassar is charged with one kind of felony computer pornography. He was arrested yesterday, last night released on bond. Stay with Channel 7 News for more on the story it says at the bottom of this because it's on Channel 7 News' website. So obviously they're not going to say turn over to Channel 4 because they got a better story and they got better reporters and they got Angela Ray laughing her ass off or turn over to Channel 10 and see Dwight Lauderdale licking Ann's ass. They're not going to do that because they're going to say stay with Channel 7. Right? Right. 'Cause it's on their website. Am I just rolling here like a lunatic? That's great. I'm on up like an alarm clock. You know the hell with he's and that mouth breather, if Scott puts him on one more time, we're gonna put Scott in the middle of a, a circle jerk. We're gonna make him the pivot man with Clarence and a Beast on the outside running around oh. and uh, Robert Greeper. Oh that's right, Robert wouldn't be doing something like that. Robert's like a eunuch. Robert doesn't have a penis. He doesn't have a penis, he doesn't have a vagina, he's just got a smooth spot. <laughs> he does, you know you know that. In fact, when I first came there I said, Oh Robert's a dress the best to board off, he's an old smoothie. Little did I know what they were talking about. Robert Greeper, a man with no instrument. Yeah, they wanted him to play in a band when he was in school. You know how a lot of the kids in a band are really nerdy? But he couldn't play in a band because he had no instrument. We hate you, Robert. We can't stand you in that temper tantrum you threw in there this morning. Unacceptable. Your ass is going to be fired. We're all going to go around and say, oh, yeah! It's about really? time. Maybe it'll send a message to like Joey Zaza, like he's, those he's guys that got shot fired. in Alonzo's barbershop. Send him a message. He's going to get a promotion. You know something? When I get down under 180, which isn't that far away, I'm going to be so dangerous on this show. I'm going to have so much energy. I'm going to be so freaking dangerous. Then... They will fear me. You know what I'm talking about? Now I'm just a doddering old fat fag. But once I get under 180 on the scales and I start getting get my, my blood sugar really under control and, like, really a little bit of energy again, then I'm going to be really, really dangerous.
5: Be afraid. Be very afraid. Absolutely correct.
1: Ma'am, you know, when the time comes to have your carpets cleaned and looking just like brand new, like you just got new carpeting laid right on your floor, dry concepts that are the folks you want to call. Over 20 years they've been cleaning carpets in my houses, in my homes, in my joints and they'll do the same for you, a fantastic, unbeatable job. They dry clean your carpets. Nobody anywhere, any place does it in the universe. It's an exclusive patented method, and when they get done, your carpets smell lemony fresh. They dry in a couple of hours. They look just like brand new was laid on your floor, and it's, it's amazing. They give you a written guaranteed price before they start the job, too. Unlike most carpet cleaners where they have those per-room scams, all the other BS, no BS with dry concepts, just a stupendous job on your carpeting, your drapes, your furniture, your upholstery, whatever you want. And right now, Dry Concepts continues offering you, during these last weeks of summer, a chance to save 15% on your next carpet cleaning. Just call Dry Concepts tool-free, 1-800-248-5071, Has to be put on their standby list. Then Dry Concepts will call you next time they've got an opening in their schedule. It's like when you fly standby, it's the same deal. If you're available when they have an opening, they'll knock 15% off the price for you. So call Dry Concepts today, Has to be put on their standby list. When you decide to call, they might even have an opening for you the same day you call. And they'll still give you 15% off the price of that job. So if you want a fantastic job at a guaranteed fair price every single time, if you want your carpets looking and smelling and feeling just like brand new at a fraction of the cost, call Dry Concepts, 1-800-248-5071, or check them out on the web at dryconcepts.com.
2: My,
3: and
2: local. Oh. This is four twenty five sixty.
12: A bench of cow manure hovers over this performance
14: by the Dolphins.
9: You never know when the power might go.
3: Uh, uh, oh, oh, no, damn it! I was almost there!
4: This is the worst power outage in American history. And
3: we're out of batteries! What do I do? What do I do?
9: Introducing the Hummer H3 Solar Powered Vibrator.
3: Uh.
9: Power, then you should get the Hummer H4 nuclear-powered kickstart remote-controlled vibrator.
3: Ah! 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 Hummer
9: alternative energy vibrators—they won't leave you hanging.
3: Eleven
1: oh two at five sixty. WQM speaking of the Hummer, he'll be on right after the Mad Dog for this afternoon in the studio, making his presence felt. He told me he lost a little bit of weight. The Hummer—that's what he said. Well, I mean, not that's what he said. I'm talking about if you've seen him. Well, you haven't seen him in a long time, right?
10: I, I see him every once in a
1: while. Well, you give us a report tomorrow. You'll okay. measure his girth. I got my here's taste. Here's a call from Deerfield. Hello.
7: Neil. Yes, sir. What we got here is a failure.
1: Yeah, a mm. uh, failure to uh, get rid of these chronic callers is what we got here, okay, asshole? You know, some of your spartzes out there, see, Moe wasn't on today because he was sick. He had that crotch rot acting up again. Go away. Don't go away, man. Just go away. Scott, by the way, doesn't deserve to get paid yet until he starts screening out these bad voices. See, if I'm Clarence, I'm in there right now with the paperwork. If I'm uh, Clarence, I, I let go of the, uh, I let go of the beast ass just long enough to get the paperwork together, go in there and say, hey Scott, just fill out a couple of forms here, you'll get you on the next payroll. That's what I'm doing. But no, and you notice how you don't see Clarence at all because he's laying low, he's standing because he's embarrassed, he's humiliated, because he's a bullcrap artist. He's a little wannabe, he's a little quizzling, like a little sports nerd who's, uh, you know, like uh, got a little fraternity of children there. Here's Hialeah, hello. Okay. See, we'll just run through these because there's sure. no real calls on here anyway. Here's Miami, hello. hello. Miami, buenos dias. Neil, how are
3: you? Okay. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you know the difference between Tacorro
1: and a? The... Okay, great. Okay, we'll do one more. See, there's nobody got anything to say. the, the yeah. uh, you know, All the stuff that I've been talking about, it's the same old stuff in the first hour. Nobody has anything. Nobody cares. Nobody's concerned. It's just a bunch of the usual uh, jackballs that we got, you know. Bunch of people trying to be wise guys, Think the people that think they should have their own show. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound, five, sixty. And what did I tell you? Like weeks and weeks and weeks ago, even before all the summer stuff started, if we're not sitting here building a pool, right. oh, well, I say I say Dracula, I say, ba-, you know, one of those like we did yesterday, was killed four hours easy. If we're not doing that. These people got nothing to say, and you no. wonder why the country's been taken over by a bunch of fascists, why you assholes are asleep, you wonder why? Pretty no. goddamn easy if you ask me. You can't complain about education in America because, generally speaking, there isn't any. You are dealing with a bunch of functional illiterates who are worried about a goddamn football game more than about, uh, you know, what the hell's going to happen with their kids and with their lives and with their jobs and where their goddamn next paycheck is coming from. They don't give a flying crap. That's what we're talking to every goddamn day now, okay? That's what we get on this phone. They could take this phone and stuff it up Clarence's ass for my part, okay? Because your calls, generally speaking, suck, they blow, they bite. I'm embarrassed, I'm humiliated, I'm degraded. Oh, why don't you have C-SPAN in, right? Remember those days? I'm sure, <laughs> sure you do. yeah. So you can humiliate and embarrass yourself. Somebody <laughs> call! You know, all these brilliant calls we get from your people. Oh, brother. Your people. If it isn't about Eliano Maris' greasy ass, then uh, they got nothing to say. But they sure are supporting them, uh, Marlon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, it's the same old. It's never going to change. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, good morning. Y- yes, sir.
14: Yeah, you hear what's happening with Olafon here? She's gonna sue, uh. Yeah, I got, I got
1: it. I got it. I
3: got the story. We'll it. get to it.
15: Listen, and by the way, I just left you in your front counter, the best of Neo 95, a whole bunch of brand new cassettes for you to sell, and Rick and Such. If you gonna Where, to where, front
1: where car- did you get those? Ah!
15: Where did you get uh, uh, those? Yeah. Uh, well, if I'll give George my number, because if I tell you now, everybody will go out and get them, and you won't make any money for,
14: uh, for your, uh, fundraiser. Okay. Uh, all right, but I think now, I this, so In
1: other words, it's for you to know and for us to guess.
14: Well, no, I'm here we'll to you. No, I'll that's tell okay. All all right.
1: Okay, well, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot, pal. Don't hang up on him. Why not? Hey. I want to get his number. Oh. All right. Hang on. There, go get his number. You want to get his number for what? To see what else he's got. <laughs> you mean like drugs? Okay. He didn't say anything about having any drugs, but if he does have any, by the way, George could sure use yeah, some. he didn't say anything about not having and any And probably Scott could use some, too, because he can't afford to buy his own drugs because that's <laughs> right. all I'm on a payroll. No, no, seriously, I'm, I'm tired of this crap, you know. <laughs> today is the day because I'm, I'm really wound up today. I, it's just uh, I actually have lost enough weight I could see my penis this morning. I'm so excited about it.
10: Well, they're not going to hire him now. They're not going to hire who now? Scott. Why not? Because he had that tiff with Robert. He had the tiff with Robert? They both had the tiff with Robert. Who uh, Scott assembles uh,
1: Pharrell's music. Right. Well, who the hell is Robert to be telling Pharrell to be telling the host what the hell music he's going to play in a goddamn Rejoin? What the hell is that? God Almighty. Who the hell is Robert freaking Greeper, that little piece of crap, that quizzling, that little bush looking idiot, that self-hating, uh, oh, God, piece of turd? You could smell him a mile away. That's Robert. That's Robert Greeper. Even the mad dog knows this. You turd. Right. I have flushed better crap down the bowls here last couple of weeks than uh, Robert Greeper is. This is the problem. You know, you got a bunch of little quizzlings running around, and they all got an attitude, and they got authority. Well, I'm not going to do that. He's like a five-year-old child in the sandbox. That kid. How the hell old is he? I, I would say about thirty, man. Damn close to it. About, what would you say? Yeah, getting ready to and graduate. And he behaves like a five-year-old child, Robert Freakin' Greeper. What the kind of a place is that? I, if I heard about that, you got a guy like Pharrell in there who's worked in New York, he's worked in Atlanta, he's worked in like big markets, he's like a real broadcaster with a scratchy voice, but he's a great guy, and, uh, gonna have big numbers for us, he's already got, to that morning goose up in spite of his lead-in. And what does he have to contend with? Some little childish crap? First thing I do is say, get this asshole out of here, okay? Put a goddamn producer in there, a board up who, uh, you know, without an attitude. B-O-W-A. Remember Larry Boa? No. Yeah, B O W A. Board up without an attitude. That's right. That's what we need. Less attitude and more work. That's what we need. More cooperation instead of having a fight against some little.
12: Yeah, I don't wanna. I don't wanna.
1: That's him. That's Robert Greeper, like a like a five year old child. You know what I'm Nine. talking about? It's the truth. Yeah. Can't even speak. He's like he's like some kind of a uh, so like like the spaceship landed and he had crawled out. Like somebody scraped the barnacles off the bottom of the ship and he like popped to the goddamn top. With all the scum over him. He ought to be like the, the, that boy in a bubble. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. that, that he should Which be virgin? in there because he doesn't. He, he's like antisocial. Just the ambiance of his whole existence is like anti-human. So we have to like put him in a plastic bubble. I don't want to burst his bubble, but nevertheless. <laughs> we hate you, Robert. You make us sick. God. I already he's got foreskin. I don't think he's even really <gasps> Jewish. It's that many, huh? Here's a call from Northgate Village. Hello.
8: How you, How's it going? Pretty good. I am pissed off and fired up, man. We finally got a candidate that is worth the crap, you know, with Howard Dean. You're going to win the nomination after all is said and done, and you continuously Mm -hmm. have the media with the right wing forcing in our face like Rush Limbaugh on ESPN. I mean, what is this all about now?
1: Well, I don't think that the people who are watching Rush Limbaugh on ESPN are going to bother voting uh, next November. I don't think you have to worry about that. But
8: they're forcing it down our throats. They're
1: they're too busy drinking Budweiser. They don't care.
8: But I don't want to see Rush Limbaugh on my football.
1: Yeah, well, watch then watch the pregame someplace else. That's the point. Don't watch ESPN pregame. If everybody turns it off, then Marshall and Ball be gone, just like Dennis Miller.
8: But it's an uphill battle anyway. I mean, you've got all these other, uh, you know, MSNBC and CNBC, you know, with their uh, their agenda. trying yeah, to Yeah, the the you're rim.
1: right, with a bush looking agenda, with a super patriotic flag waving. We're afraid as hell of the administration agenda. You're right.
8: Exactly. That's why I'm watching
1: the CBC so, now. See and, and uh, C- Trudeau, uh, as Dennis Trudeau mentioned. See, there you go. But Dean finally exactly. said
8: it, man. He, he finally said what everybody's thinking. We have no business being anywhere over there, whether it be Israel, whether it be Iraq. Just, that's you should, right.
1: You know. I, I give him credit. He's got the balls. He's not going to pander to the Jewish lobby or anybody else. He's telling it exactly like it is, and that's what I've said. We ought to be right down the middle. There's no reason we should even re- be involved because there's no, our legitimate interests have nothing to do with the Israelis and the Palestinians. If they want to keep killing each other, uh, more power to them. Have a good time.
8: Exactly. They've been doing you it, you know it for 5,000
1: years. We
8: thought our Messiah was Jesse Ventura. He had the balls for a little bit, but it looks like Dean's really going to come through in the long run. And I, and I hope he wins the election. I hope the people really wake up and, uh, and get with it, man. That's all I got to say. Take it. Amen. In,
1: Thank you, pal. God bless America. Doesn't that sound good? God bless America. And how about our president? God bless, God bless America. America. As he always mumbles. Oh gee, all of these. Oh, there's so many of these hey, priests well. and child molesting things here. It's unbelievable. I can't stop. How huh, you can't stop? Unbelievable. I know. Neither can they. Obviously. Neither, neither can David Paul. David, by the way, got his finger caught in where that hole where his brain used to be. And man, Greg, maybe they can like meet in the middle because Greg got the finger caught in where his but his hole's at the top. See, David, it was up through the nostril. If you're underpaid, overworked like poor Scott, there. If you're underappreciated, if they treat you like some kind of a lemming, like the furniture. If you're sick and tired of that, how about getting a new high-paying career and you can do it before the year's end, even though it's already uh, September. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN because they can have you trained and certified before the end of the year. The demand for computer professionals continues to grow, so there's no better time than right now to get you a new high-paying computer career, get you some skills, get a big paycheck, get a life. Fast Train offers job placement assistance, convenient day, evening weekend schedules, and now with six Florida locations, four in South Florida, there's probably one very close by you. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train today. They offer your financial assistance to people to qualify as well. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. There's no excuse to take your dead-end job another month. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Get you some skills, get a career, and get you a life.
2: and local, this is Sports Radio 560. 2 a.m. 2 a.m.
5: Church.
1: I sure hope I didn't uh, Schmidt can that thing about the big uh, protest that's supposed to be taking place tonight. Looked to me like I Schmidt can it. I saved it. Okay, I'll let you read it later. Okay, over right. and over and over again, hundred times. Abuse settlement terms reached. I should have uh, had this on last hour, but we had some of important call to take. ABC News has learned that the Boston Archdiocese of the Catholic Church has reached a tentative settlement with the more than 500 victims of pedophile priests. The settlement terms total 85 million. With each victim to get between 80 and 300 grand, depending on the length and severity of abuse, but how long it was. For the settlement to go into effect, 80% of the victims have to agree to the terms. It's expected that the announcement of the settlement could be made as early as 11:30 a.m., which is about uh, 13 minutes and 10 seconds from now, not to be too precise. Bishop Sean O'Malley, who was installed in July as the new bishop of the Archdiocese, was personally involved in the final talks, which took place Sunday and Monday. In fact, I had an earlier story that they were like secretly having these talks. Yeah, okay. Remember that how much shall I pay you? Remember that Enzo it wasn't Enzo the sure. Baker, it was uh who was it? it was uh, the undertaker. The no, the undertaker. Oh
2: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: How much shall I pay you? That was the opening scene That's for right. Crying Out. What's wrong with you, man? Uh, I'm slipping. You're slipping, bad, oh, just kidding. like the Don. The Don all the respect was slipping. How much shall I pay you? It was uh, Bonus the Undertaker, Bonasera. Bonas Come on. Bishop Sean O'Malley uh, yada, yada. O'Malley, Paul H. Hannigan Jr., lead attorney for the Arts Diocese, Joe Marsh Jr. And Gordon Fraser Jr., with mediator Paul Finn of Commonwealth Media, uh, and Walter Ross Jr., of Commonwealth uh, Mediation and Conciliation of Brockton Mass Firm, conducted the settlement talks with a steering committee of lawyers representing the victims. The church's initial law proposed last month was $65 million. And then they said, no, that ain't good enough. How about $85 million? Okay. That's what they said. Okay. Okay as they try squeezing every damn they can out of these child molesting, grave robbing, lying, thieving bastards, these phony, baloney, tax-free uh, lunatics, raping and pillaging the world for their own fun and profit and uh, whatever, hanky-panky. And church worker charged with abusing Egan teen. Where the hell is Egan? What, oh, Minnesota. This is from the uh, Star Tribu- uh, Tribune in Minneapolis. A 32-year-old youth director was charged with sexually abusing an Egan teenager he met through church. Roger McFarlane, a student from Trinidad. Oh, look out for those Caribbean perverts, man. Right. They're the worst. Huh? Yaman. And not only that, but they smell bad. Yaman. Was booked into the Dakota County Jail Friday after being detained earlier in the week while attempting to enter Canada by boat, Egan police said. Attempting to enter Canada, and we said, No. Go back, eh? McFarlane was charged with third-degree criminal sexual conduct. I wonder who smells worse, those the Pakistani people. Pastor Roland J. Wells, Jr. said McFarlane was working as the youth director at St. Paul's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Minneapolis until last week when the allegations surfaced, McLean was fired. McFarlane, whatever his name was. According to the criminal complaint, the boy who was now 16 had multiple sexual contacts with McFarlane in Dakota, Ramsey, and Hennepin counties when the boy was 13 to 15 years old. He had multiple orgasms. McFarlane also provided alcohol and tobacco to the boy and showed him pornography, the complaint said. How do you like them apples, huh? The search warrant affidavit includes information about alleged earlier incidents that are not cited in the charges. The church had been sponsoring McFarlane because he was an international student studying at Metropolitan State University. He planned to start a seminary next fall. Yada, yada, yada. He was arrested by Canadian immigration officials September 3rd after trying to boat across Rainy River near International Falls, and they nailed his Trinidadian ass. How do you like that? He was trying to be a Canadian, but they nailed his Trinidadian ass. Now, boy, how many of these are there? God, Willie Romero, the former Naples, Florida priest accused of sexual misconduct in three parishes across South Florida, is under investigation now by Miami prosecutors for possible criminal uh, violations involving a ten-year altar boy. How do you like that? Huh? That's just teenagers. A a ten-year-old altar boy. Father, would you help an old altar boy? I'm a Catholic. No. There's an open investigation on him, said David Mayer, an assistant state attorney who handles sex crime prosecutions in Dade County. Romero, 66, was sued in late June by a 38-year-old New York man who contends Romero raped him in 1975 inside an orifice at St. Augustine Catholic Church in the Gables. In Coral Gables, are you ready for them apples? No. Soon after that alleged encounter, Romero was sent to a St. Anne Catholic school in Naples where he was youth pastor and, oh, that's always good. And a catechism teacher for less than a year before he had another transfer, his fourth and nine years. Awful lot of transferring going on there, you know what I'm saying? Back and forth, side by each, up and down, in and out. At St. Anne, Romero used church rituals while molesting his victims in the church rectum, Rectum? Two former students have told the Daily News in first-hand accounts. This is the Naples Daily News, a prestigious publication if ever there was one. And two weeks ago, the former priest who resigned from the clergy earlier this year in the midst of an internal investigation by the Roman Catholic Diocese of Venice, Florida, was sued by three siblings who alleged sexual abuse occurred while he served at St. Joseph the Worker Catholic Church in Moorhaven from 1982 to eight eighty nine. You know where Moorhaven is, don't you? Yes, I do have been there. When you take that uh, shortcut across to the alley. Sure. And you go through Moorhaven. There's I'm like one to little stoplight. There's a couple of illegal aliens. That's and then there's that. a child molesting priest. While the church near local, uh, at, well, at the church near Lake Okeechobee, Romero organized a week-long boat trip from Palm Beach to Miami, according to the lawsuit filed by the two brothers and their sister. On that trip, Romeo cavorted in the nude while his victims took photos of the priest. He also started molesting the girl who was loving the suit, kingdom, so at least he spread it around. He wasn't just picking on the uh, 10-year-old little altar boy. Lots of relief. He was, huh? He was kind of like Clarence. He'd stick it in any orifice that he could. When West Palm Beach attorney Jason Weiser went to prosecutors with a complaint, he said he was told that legal statute of limitations prevented a prosecution of the decades-old abuse under state law, sex abuse charges involving victims who are minors but older than 12, generally must be filed within three years, yada, yada. And it goes on and on and on. It's a very long story, the second page of which I never got, but that's okay because it's too long. How do you like them apples, huh? A lot of apples, I keep saying that, and the reason being that I like a good apple now and then. Cold. Yeah. Not room temperature, cold. I heard a down Delaware. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. California crowd hostile to Maria Shriver. How do you like them apples? <laughs> good. <laughs> oh. man, a lot of crap going on, baby. Lots and lots of crap in a good old USA, and the public is going like that. But the good news is that slowly but surely. There are more and more people waking up every day, you know? Like a little light bulb went off, like, right on top of their head, like Ronald Reagan used to say for GE, that's it, like a little bell started ringing. Oh, guess what? There's some heavy duty crap we've been lied to like crazy, and they're like fleecing us uh, all kinds of money, and they're p- giving tax cuts to the rich, and all of our tax money is going to like, uh, this phony baloney war. And killing all of our kids. And butchering thousands of innocent people. Oh, look at this, apparent suicide bombing near army base in Israel. Oy! how unusual. I'm shocked. Like I've said for years, let us get the hell out of there. Let's start taking care of really important business. Instead of pandering to this group and that group and this lobby and that, let's start taking care of our own business. In fact, if we'd have kept our nose out of there for a long time, they'd still Uh be butchering each other up and nothing would be any different, except we'd be a hell of a lot less hated than we are right now. If you catch my grift. I caught it. Here's a call from Delray Beach. Hello.
12: Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. You know... This is just an opinion of a guy. I'm somewhat conservative moderate and I um, supported the war in Iraq at the beginning. But now I'll tell you, when you look in retrospect, I don't care how you look at it. The fact is that the United States got sucked in by Saddam Hussein so badly with this whole thing about weapons of mass destruction and all that, how they really aren't there and he had us all of our intelligence totally duped that it is there.
14: We look like a bunch
1: no, 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 of God No, 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 but you're wrong. He didn't have anybody duped. We knew that it wasn't there. We, uh, I mean, we've had zillions of reports that uh, we knew that he didn't have any weapons of mass destruction. The you inspectors really told so? us that, huh?
12: But wouldn't they, I mean, wouldn't it be so stupid to know that and then go in there and do this anyways, knowing that you're not going to find anything? <laughs> Sir, I, I hate
1: to burst your bubble because you sound like an intelligent guy, but they lie a lot, just like LBJ lied about Vietnam and just like the media helped him out. The same thing here, same, exact uh, same thing. The administration lied, and the media, with uh, MSNBC and CN Operation Iraqi Freedom and all these other, and then they had the big wall on MSNBC, all the heroes coming back off, hearts and flowers flying a flag, playing uh, hearts and uh, stars and stripes forever on a violin. You know, the American people have been led down the garden path. They lied, and now they're caught up in their own lies, and they have no way to extricate themselves from it. This is a quagmire that we're in now.
7: Oh, there's no question about that.
12: Now the people that you got to feel sorry for are the troops over there that are getting, you know, blind. Exactly,
1: and, and how come this war on terrorism, how come al-Qaeda is stronger than ever, and we still haven't got Osama, and he's still making up uh, video and uh, audio cassettes and threatening to do this and do that, and, you know, something one of these days they will do something else. Just well, man- is- And, in fact, they've been doing it all over the world. They've been doing all these things, and it's just a matter of time before they do it on U.S. soil again.
12: Well, I agree with that as far as, you know, I think then it's just the fact that we're over there now is exactly what Saddam Hussein wanted. That's why he's hiding out now taking pot shots. This is
3: the no, it way. isn't
1: what he wanted. It's what Osama wanted. That's exactly what he wanted. In fact, uh, they're, they're, well, after we went into Iraq, the anti-war people were taking out ads in the paper with a picture of Osama saying, thank you very much, Mr. Bush, we're doing exactly what I wanted you to do. Yeah, absolutely. Like and now you notice that we, we drew all all these militant uh, terrorist groups into Iraq who weren't there before this war, before the attack, and we've made it a hotbed for terrorism, which it wasn't before. What so a concept.
12: So you don't even think, though, that even if the, the higher-ups in the Bush administration had it to do over again, that they would not do it if they knew what the outcome was going to be?
1: Not if they knew they were going to get caught with their uh, just like Tony Blair, with their pants down.
12: <laughs> man, it's heavy duty, man. I tell you, that's
1: terrible. Amen. Bye. Hang in there. See, there's a guy who, uh, you know, is conservative and moderate. He ain't going to vote for Bush. You're going to even have to ask him. No chance. No way, Jose. we got a, over a year. We have over a year for the public to wake up to see how they've been just snookered, had. And yet, in spite of that, like I said yesterday, 69% the latest poll, 69% of the American people, the dodo birds out there, think that Iraq and Saddam Hussein had something to do with 9-11. Did they? No. Absolutely nothing. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. 15 of the 19 damn hijackers were Saudi Arabians. There wasn't one Iraqi in the bunch. They hated each other, but now they're buddies. Now, all of a sudden, they have a common cause. 27 past 11 at 560. WQM, are we going to change the world on this show? No. No, But at least I'm not going to get out of my system, okay? I'm going to (laughs) iraculate. Oh, man. How low can those interest rates go? That's probably what Todd Dreck is wondering right now. Now the Financial Group is doing the limbo rock under the lowest refinance rate you ever be hearing of. 1.95% sounds damn good. And it's true. Now you can refinance your home or buy you a new home and get a super low 1.95% financing rate with the Friends at Financial Group. Call toll-free and check this out. 1-800-940-LEND. If you're even thinking about refinancing or buying real estate, you ought to be calling that number, one eight hundred nine 940 lend And you talk about savings. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 368 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 736 a month. It's outstanding. It's amazing. So call Financial Group. Toll-free. you got nothing to lose. 1-800-940-LEND to get the low, low rate you've been searching and praying and hoping for, 1.95% all-time lows. Call right now and get this stupendous 1.95% rate from Financial Group. 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-LEND. Be sure to mention Todd Drex's name. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions apply. Rates subject to change monthly, 5.19 APR.
2: Live and local, this, this is
3: 560. The all yours now. QAM.
5: Started out a regular guy who joined the rectory Rectum And made the ultimate sacrifice Embracing celebracy Father O'Toole. Oh, Amen father O'Toole, As time went by his earthly needs Compromised his choice, he found a way to get relief by altering young boys, Father to Amen. Bum, hole woo, uh-huh. Bum, bum. Father Roo, altering boys, amen. He was happy and gay till he got caught by some tattletale. Then the Vatican paid everyone off and he didn't have to go to jail. Yes. Father O'Toole, amen. Bum, holing, ah. Uh. Father
3: boys amen.
5: They sent him to a priest retreat where they genuflect and pray. If it was you or it was me, they'd lock us up and throw the keys away. Father of uh-huh. amen. Fun, Holin fool, uh huh. Fun, fun. Father of Alternate all you amen. Father of
13: oh.
5: amen. Fun, holin' fool, uh Fun, fun.
1: All the Boca Bryant, a comic genius, a man with a wit that's so great that it's immeasurable. You know what? Yeah. almost bigger than his bald spot. He's uh, the best. 11.33 at 560 WQM. So somebody sends us faxes as a cartoon. Here's a priest at the World Conference of Clergy speaking. You notice the other two priests that looks on their mm-hmm. faces. They're sniggering. Yeah. He says, this morning we'll discuss the very serious issue of child molestation. How can we keep doing it and not get caught? This is obviously from Hustler. Absolutely correct, sir. All right. Nice going, Pops. How can they keep doing it, not getting caught? And very easy, because they'll uh, put on a big dog and pony show like they did in Dallas uh, a few months ago. Was It was last summer, right? Right. Time flies when you're having fun with little boys. And they'll put on a dog and pony show, and, oh, well, this has to be stopped, and uh, they have a resolution saying this. Of course, the, the Pope, meanwhile, he's more, he's more concerned about stopping those gay marriages here in Canada and uh, Europe, uh, right. all these things, you know, but
10: to ruin the world.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. That's the kind of stuff he's worried about, because then he's afraid if they allow that, the Swiss Guard will find, you know, fall in love and they'll like all, uh, they'll abandon them. The Swiss Guard, you know, all those real hot looking young guys that have to meet certain standards, have a certain penis length. Even they even measure their foreskin. I understand. That's why go, they call them the Swiss Guard. Anyway, here's a fact that says I'm astonished by this because I've had no complaints about our Internet connection. See, the whole thing with our streaming on the Internet, I don't even know how it works. Are we st- We're we still cutting out the spots, right? Uh, we don't know? I don't know. Something's happening. Well, well that's great. I think that they hear this. I mean, the our, hi- our highly uh, touted and highly attended and viewed and uh, checked-out website. We ought to have a little more input and output. And I mean, Eric's doing a phenomenal job. He got no, that story, a... that James C. Moore story on there. factor than you can say douchebag. Well, Back the... then, you can say and... Beaner Boy. I'll revive him. The internet. Don't you think stream... we ought to have a Beaner Boy revival? Oh, we already did. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. You were saying the internet stream is not uh, Eric's doing. They're... We're just no, a no. Combat. I'm not talking about Eric. I understand that. I'm, I'm saying he's doing a great job on his end. It's in the building there. I know that. And? And, and nothing, so they're the ones that feed uh, whatever it is that's happening. So it's probably Bob Vermouth and George Corso teaming up to make it a piece of crap, which is typical QAM style. It's probably highlights of old Kane's games. No, but seriously, in other words, the, the brace, anybody who's listening on the Internet, please send us a fax or call or do something, okay? So we have some idea what's going on there.
10: Well, Eric listens on the Internet.
1: Yeah, well, uh, so what happens when we go to the commercial breaks? For example, when I do a live spot, how does it, it doesn't automatically cut out. What's, uh, I don't know. What's the Huh? They hear this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not bad. It's an improvement over Mo. Absolutely. It says the Internet connection to your show has been terrible for a week. It keeps cutting out every two or three minutes. Regardless, I've been meaning to thank you for introducing me to Balance for Life. I quit smoking tobacco this February, gained 20 pounds. I've been on the Balance for Life for a month. I already lost 10 pounds. I'm paying good money, and it's worth it. I can't believe that losers like the Beast, that fat little tub of crap who's busy sucking Clarence's ass and whatever else he can suck, refuse to take advantage of Balance for Life for free. Says, the money I'm saving from not buying soda and fast food and candy is also a benefit of the program. I'm renewing for the next month. I'm going to look so good. I'll be doing all sorts of hot people by Christmas, unlike the Beast. Excellent facts. Keep it up, baby. Keep doing it. Let that little fat pig just stick in there with him and Clarence, okay? Twenty years from now, they'll be like walking hand in hand on on a beach, with a tin cup. Tragic, pathetic. Yes, he's off. I, I, I'm going to tell. Don't let me forget. When Troy Stratford comes in tomorrow morning, this is he, he's blown his last chance, his last opportunity. Okay. Now, it's it's an embarrassment. It's a great sponsor. A lot of people have done well with it. The food is good, and, and he's getting it for free. This is a little spoiled little rich kid with his rich parents who have spoiled him and made him into a a fat little uh, whatever waddling uh, whatever he is. Piece of mung, and he doesn't care. He doesn't want to do it. You know what it reminds me of? What? It's like a fat beaner boy. It's the same thing. How many times can somebody lead you down the garden path, About 30, man. and you finally don't you know, just say, "Hey, to hell with it, get lost." Well, we'll do it for somebody else. I'd like to find somebody else in the building. who I'm a, no, not fat boy because he's a, he's a lost cause. I'll research it. Because as soon as I say that, remember last time? As soon as I say we're cutting the beast off with the free food, there's Fat Boy. Hey,
16: Pally, I'll take it.
1: Yeah. yeah and, of course, the only problem with that is he eats it in addition to what he usually eats.
16: Hi, Pally! See,
1: that's not how it's supposed to work. He eats the five, the three meals, and the two snacks in addition to what he usually eats, Fat Boy. He calls it the snack sack. <laughs> yeah, I got a sack somebody can snack on and not him. Don't even get near me, okay? Don't get close. Here's a call from the Redlands. Hello? Morning. Yes, sir how are you sir okay
17: I called to inquire about your rat problem last Friday when you were talking about it, I couldn't get through yeah and uh, I have to deal with rats you know living on a farm twice a year at you know, planting time and when it starts to turn cold yeah and where there's one there's many more
1: right well we got they caught eight and then they came back over the weekend they did the ceiling up the thing and they checked up there again and there was there were no more so
17: well if they're gonna any come up back there what? I mean they reproduce like uh, every month,
1: like like rats, yeah, like
17: 28 days or something like that, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's scary. And the ones we have out here are big old uh, Norway rats. You know, they're like eight, ten inches long,
3: jeez, and,
17: and not including the tail. So the only way I've, I've been effect uh, effectively been able to control them is with dry bait, not with peanut butter for crying out loud. That's food. They eat the dry bait, then they go search for water,
1: and uh, so yeah. Somebody called in the other day about the uh, blue block uh, thing that you put up there, which I guess is what you're talking about. Well, you can you buy a
17: different different uh uh configurations using pellets or blocks or,
1: or right. you know whatever.
17: Right. And uh warfarin was off the market for several years now it's back. And uh th- that that's uh, that's the most effective poison to use. Warfarin? Warfarin. It's uh, Isn't
1: that a bl- isn't that a blood thinner?
17: Yes. And what happens is is the uh the uh, organs of the uh animals just collapse. Oh
6: right. Off.
1: Excellent.
17: And they put they peek their uh, literally peek their
1: guts out. Oh. When they
17: die.
1: But you don't want them doing that up in the attic. That's no, no, no. They go outside for water. Oh, I see. They go outside searching for water and they puke their guts out literally and like there's all their spleen and all that like For real. Yeah. Up.
17: And they just, it's a horrible death. It's a horrible death.
1: Good. That's yeah. what we want for the rats is a horrible and, death. Exactly. But you don't
17: want to put food in the damn attic.
1: No, because it's like, it's like a lure. It's like, you yeah, uh, exactly. know, it, right. what happened
17: to, it, to uh, here? I was painting the house and I took the screens down and, uh, uh The blackbirds, the grackles got in there, and I put the screens back up, and the grackles ate through the screens. Mm-hmm. So I had to control that. I had about three nests up there that I had to,
1: to get out. It was horrible. Life, life is a bitch, you know, especially yeah, when you live Florida in, a, tough, uh, in a and jungle and bufo, like Florida. You
17: mentioned bufo toads the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's a gunshot. <laughs>
1: I, that's not oh, yeah, but That's I mean you, if you live out on, in the country you can do that, but yeah. not when you live in a house you can't, uh, even with You're a BB good. gun, you can't be... Uh, shooting yeah, you can be don't touch him George. But I'll tell you one thing, I damn near lost my little dog about two or three times uh, with those Bufo toads, bad news. Well, good luck. Good luck to us, thanks a lot, Pat. Thanks, man. There's a the guy who's got his uh, rat problem under control, he's using warfarin, man, he's fighting warfare against the rats. So that's against the rats. And of course there's all different kind of rats. We got the right-wing rats, we got the religious fanatic rats, certainly most of the same. And then we got the crawling, oozing, sneaking rats. All it rats. Looks like we got them under control for the moment. We'll see with crispy critters. And tell your friends at ATM to calm down a little bit, okay? And not be calling the house and giving John a song and a dance. Well, we feel, we're so hurt. I, we love ATM. How many free plugs are we giving them like every week? About 30 man. Because we appreciate Steve and the ATM people. They're the best. They're great, okay? But he didn't know. I left the card. He misunderstood. He thought they only like did the bug stuff, and so we called the Crispy Critters people. You know, and they do. They put batter on them, which is really delish. In fact, you see that SARS thing? They got another SARS case in Singapore. They're probably eating rats. Oh, uh, what they do? They eat rats. They, they over do. There. They I do, know. man. They do. They absolutely do over there in uh, in Asia, different parts of Asia. They eat all these exotic, uh, you know, they cook yeah, them up and they exotic. put like That's curry a <laughs> sauce and uh, kid curry and all that. And then uh, before you know it, they got like some disease and they're spreading it around. I say we just uh, shut off all of Southeast Asia. We don't let no more people in, uh, in the Western Hemisphere. Okay, how's that sound? Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> oh. 18 till noon at 560 WQN, the mad dog, Jim Mandich, who's still whipped up and pissed off about that Dolphin game on Sunday. He'll be here at 2, man. Although, I, I didn't hear him talking that much about it. I heard him, I only listened a few minutes. He was going on about the hurricane game. Hurricane, right? blow! Yeah, I thought he was
12: saying... A stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins.
1: I guess he's just trying to forget about it. And, of course, Moe was so nauseated from it. He was out sick this morning with that... He- Heavy-duty crotch rot, man. There's just stuff crawling all over his uh, uh, pubics. For said, it was just crabs. 18 till noon at 560. Probably caught him from Jay Fiedler. Hey, guys, if you spent 2002 avoiding mirrors because you've got an ugly bald spot like the mole man, and if you don't want to put a dead weasel or muskrat on your head, here's the answer for you. It's the Charles Alfieri natural hairline system, the best in the universe. Using the latest technology, Charlie produces sensational results for guys who need a lot or just a little more hair with the most amazing natural hairline. And when we call it natural hairline, what that means is it looks like real hair. You know, that's the difference. Like real hair that's going out of your scalp as opposed to an obvious, stupid-looking piece or like a dead animal fell out of the ceiling on your head, things like that. Or like plugs in your head that have the blood running down your forehead. Mother in business, I beg your pardon? Blood. Psycho. does anybody understand what this man is talking about he's in business for over 25 years working with the famous and infamous everybody gets Charlie's 30-day guarantee you wear the system for 30 days if you don't love the way it looks and feels if you're not getting hit at least 10 20 times a day Charlie give you a full refund did we get the answer on our website by the way on the streaming no Call today and take advantage of your $200 Neil Rogers discount at the Alfieri Studios. And don't forget, Charlie also services and repairs all types of hair systems while you wait for only 25 to 30 bucks too. It makes them look a lot better, by the way. Call today and get your hair back and start looking younger and better than you dreamed you could again, guys. Call 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413. Or log on to their prestigious website, charlesalfieri.com. We are Sports Radio
2: 560... UAM On furnishing superstore you're going to fall crazy in love
4: with it Bed, Bath, and Beyoncé.
5: Hey, y'all, I'm Beyoncé. And if you're looking for a selection of bed and bath accessories that's jumpin' jumping, then Bed, Bath, and Beyoncé is your destiny, child.
4: America's newest spot to even know. The independent women everywhere want to say no, no, no to expensive home furnishing bills, bills, bills. That's why she's opened Bed, Bath, and Beyoncé.
5: This week, we have padded toilet seats on sale. They're soft, comfortable, and Oh, delicious.
4: Beyoncé knows Bed and Bath Accessories. And she knows you want to shop at Bed Bath Beyoncé.
5: Remember, you can't say Bed Bath Beyoncé unless you say my name, say my name.
4: She's a survivor. She's not going to give up until you say lots of cash at Bed Bath
1: Beyoncé. See, right there is what's wrong with America's destiny's child. That's what's wrong with America. Oh, oh child. I have to tell you. Yeah. Eric has emailed me. I bet you this is about our uh, internet. Here it is. I just typed it too. It says your live spots are broadcast over the internet. Whenever something is played from the audio vault, it goes to a recorded loop that periodically says something like, "You are listening online to Sports Radio Five Sixty WQM. We'll return to popular uh, to a regular programming in a moment." All this is controlled by WQIM. Well, how does that happen? Like, oh, I see. As soon as you start the audio right. vault, it's like automatic. He's going. It's to like an automatic ready. pilot. Yeah. He's gonna isolate that. Eric says, I don't have anything to do with a live show stream. I only record and archive the live show stream. The streaming is fine. It's rarely down. The problem is probably with the listener's connection regard. Thank you, Eric. Eric is the best. And here you were ripping him an ass all those years. And he deserved it. But we got him out. Yeah, we got him off his dead ass. And said, now that he's actually doing something, he's great. And you had me convinced that that illegal alien smuggler you smuggled in here, like, uh, get uh, drugs for you. You had me convinced that we needed him for this Internet thing. And he used to, like, diddle around all morning long, never get the damn stories on there until the day was, like, two-thirds over anyway. Yep. Not to mention all the other uh, problems we had, all the other minor problems. (laughs) So there you go. So you see Eric has redeemed himself and then some, never too late, as opposed to some people who have had too many chances like Robert Creeper and the Beast. Let's make a package deal. Let's, when in doubt, kick him the hell out. That's what that station needs, a little bit of a house cleaning. And and let me also ask you this. How many people does it require... To produce a morning show. Man. Remember when we first came to QA I and mean, we were astonished at the, the entourage that they had for their worst team? You remember that? It was a, crew. I mean, our show, it was you and me. That's it. There wasn't anybody else lifting a finger to do a goddamn thing for us. It was you and me against the world. And here's the morning show with their mediocre ratings and, uh, they got like 75 people in there. Mm-hmm. The humper comes on. They got like 20 guys running around just to carry Hank's food around there. <laughs> That's right.
3: <laughs> just to bring in a goddamn carryout and, uh, carry out and carry his
1: uh, cell phones when his bookie calls. But for us, it's a uh, you know, and then we finally get a third person in there. First, we got a guy that you had to carry out on a on a stretcher, and now you got a guy sitting there who can't get paid. And I just know, I'm positive that because of my urging, that Clarence has got to have been in there by now <laughs> with the paperwork for Scott to fill out. Am I right? No. No. Christ! What a bunch of derelicts, man! Who are you people kidding? Now, how long are you going to keep stonewalling Clarence? Stonewall, by the way, was in New York. It's where the fags went nuts. Stonewall. He probably knows about it. You don't want to know. You, what do you know? You think you, you think you know something? You are the most clueless person when it comes to sex. You know, Mister E. Sure. Nash. You have you have no clue. You're clueless. Not about faggery, no. You need to get around the world and say get sure. out a little more, okay? What all I would right. do right now is uh, pull a bank heist or something, get you some money, and travel the world and see what it's really all about. No, you're I so clueless. Right now. It's sad. It's sad because you know you're a horny little bastard who can't get any at home. But uh, you know, it's it's sad. Okay. If only Anna Maria would come back from L. A. Here's one that says, and if only Shannon would come back, boy, I don't think you'd miss, pass up that opportunity this time. Not that you necessarily did last time, but we'll never know. Because George's wife listens to the show. And they got enough problems already, like that little kid that he didn't want. Here's a fact that says, am I contributing more to the problem? Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> Just trying to help you out. How come these phones are so weak now? How we went through that little flurry like people pretending they had something to say, and we got a couple of calls on here? I don't care. I'm so used to it, man. It's the same old, tired... Oh, South Florida, the cesspool of the universe. You can smell it. I crack open my window here. The uh, When the wind is blowing in the right direction upstream, I can smell that aroma. The cesspool that is South Florida. Here's a fact that says on the Internet during your show, we hear your live spot. A quick QAM Neil Rogers bumper comes on, and then silence until rejoin jingle in the comedy bit. Oh, just silence? Well, that's not good. The sounds of silence... During the rest of the day, a periodic QM message comes out to break the commercial break silence. Sometimes a sports interview is played, which can get really ponderous if it's from a previous sports season. Like if it's Larry Zaka and Jim Kick talking to Rick Weaver, it's a little bit dated. You know what I'm saying? If it's yeah. like Bob Greasy instead of Brian Greasy, it might be a little bit dated. By the way, Brian, how's that thumb coming along? <laughs> Thanks, sweetheart. Poor Brian Greasy. keeps falling down. 5670560, pound 560 on the at and I can't wait for Thursday morning. I'm going to get up early. Don't let me forget. So I can hear the Jay Fiedler show with, uh, Mo Howard David at 645 to 7 a.m. on Thursday hear what that's going to be like. It's going to be a suck fest, man. Absolutely. Get out the old prep eight for that one. Wow. Get out some extra supply suppositories for that deal. As Mo just sucks Jay Fiedler's ass Thursday morning. Well, Jay, we know it wasn't your fault. The team, the defense, played crappy, ba-ba-ba, and everybody throws a dead quail at the end of the game anyway. Here's the uh, poll that we got going, 300 votes. What's your take on this Thursday's two-year anniversary of 9-11? Nothing will happen, 175. What me worry, 88. I'm staying close to home all day, 14. I won't travel that day, 12. Bad Schmidt will happen, only 11 people are concerned that bad Schmidt will happen. You don't think the American public is complacent, do you? Yes. Just because it's been almost two years now yes. since the first grotesque episode? And just because we're spending billions and billions and billions of dollars in a goddamn uh, effort to th- try to put the pieces back together again, that we had no business being there in the first place? Man, it's unbelievable. It's, a, it's criminal. Like I said, the impeachment proceeding should be underway now. Forget about a couple of blowjobs. We're talking about blowing people up is what we're talking about. Impeachment right now. Okay. And get the real elected president in there. Let's, uh, you know, let's go back a couple of years. Even as boring as he is, I'd rather have boring than this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. I think you do. Dangerous. Here's Moral Gables. Hello. Why are you so miserable? Uh, uh. Two and a half words. Uh. Here's Hallendale, Hello. Hallandale. Hello. Yes, sir.
13: Yes, uh, sir. Steve, I'm a first time caller. I'm an ex owner of uh, Harness
1: Race. Harness horses. In oh, yeah, area. well, we can't talk about that, Steve. The inter- audience doesn't care. 56705. Oh, Let's talk about harness racing. I mean, give me a break, okay? I bet you Dick Feinberg put him up to that. Come on, Dick. Quit dicking with our show. <laughs> what are you laughing about? It's true. That's a kiss of death. It's even worse than hockey. By the way, I haven't seen the Rimmers since they've been here. Oh. So I, I have no idea when they're leaving, but I hope it's very soon. I thought they were positive they were listening on the internet when I was ripping them an ass the other day and deservedly so. I don't want to schlep them to Ruth Chris and this place and that place and buy dinner for a whole bunch of their whole family and the strangers and that. I'll pick and choose who I'm going to take to dinner and sure as hell ain't going to be them. I I still can't get over that. After you, after you cause somebody to lose this enormous amount of like, like a fortune. Not a small fortune, but a big fortune and then you expect them to schlep you to dinners and pay for it? That's not even chutzpah. They haven't invented yeah. the word yet to describe it. Whatever, whatever ten levels beyond chutzpah is, that's exactly what it is with the rumors, you know? Stutzpah. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
6: Hey Neil, a uh, correction. Yep. It's uh, Brian Greasy's toe, not his thumb,
1: you stupid dummy. Yeah, huh It's his toe, not his thumb. You know what? You can break your toe falling down too. Who gives a crap? See, that's what these people are concerned about. Brian Greasy, is it his toe? Is it his thumb? Is it his left nut? Who gives a crap, okay? <laughs> Quit falling down, Brian. 5670560, pound 560 on another obnoxious New York bastard. Man, they kicked him off the streets of of Brooklyn probably 20 years ago. Comes down here, he's probably panhandling right now. He's probably eating out of a dumpster. Here's a call from Boca. Hello. And
17: That's because the dumpsters are better than the restaurants in the South right now, because that's what everybody from New York thinks.
3: Yeah. Listen, Neil, what about, you know, when they talk about $87 billion dollars, Years ago, Mm
17: -hmm. when we first started giving contracts to companies to build things for us and privatizing all this, Mm -hmm. wasn't the government supposed to be like a non-profit organization? Out of the the $87 billion, how much of that is a profit going to whatever Bush's buddies
1: are? Well, the government, the government is not only a non-profit organization, it's a gigantic losing organization with this gigantic deficit, but the uh, companies like Bechtel and Halliburton are the ones that are making billions and billions and billions, and, uh, you know, they're laughing up their sleeve. Right. Well, what's, what's that, the that's what this was all about. It's, it's the same thing as this Star Wars crap, you know, so they can hand out these gigantic multi-billion dollar contracts to all of their buddies in the defense but industry. Yeah, that's what it's but all yeah, about. You
17: had to get, Randy Rose was getting people together to, to send packages of, of bandages and, and sun care, you know, suntan lotion and stuff to the troops over there because they weren't providing anything to them. Yeah. You know, what kind of crap is that? You know, they, but they get. They what kind of, of crap $30? is it that
1: Randy Rose is uh, organizing bandages and uh, sun lotion?
17: No, I mean, she was no, what to, to, to yeah, well, she's to trying to agree with the hard. firemen and stuff. But, no, she yeah. is having a rally today. That's her doing that up in Fort Lauderdale. I know. We,
1: we had that on. We had it on about did you? Times. I, I wasn't listening the whole time. That's morning. okay. You should be. I know. I apologize. That's okay. Don't do it again. Thank you. You'll, we'll put that in on again a couple of times. I, did, I said that she was going to be there. I didn't realize it was her thing. And more power to her. Power. Good for her. Nice go on, goddess, whatever the hell your name is. Right? Right. I got it. You got it? Well, after after the uh, in the next hour, and then again the one to two hour, we can put we'll it, it on the website it. too. We can put it on a website to make sure everybody sees it and shows up there and lets Bush know what the hell we think about him and his uh, Iraq attack and peeing all of the billions down the toilet while the the, the rich get more and more tax breaks. It's unconscionable. It's impeachable, and the public is sitting back. It was Brian Greasy's toe. It was his toe, you asshole. By now you've been hearing about Laminates or Us and how laminated wood flooring from Laminates or Us is the easy, the low maintenance, the smart alternative to very expensive natural wood flooring. Laminates or Us is the best place for you to find laminated wood flooring from Peridore, Pergo, Wilson Art, Unifloor, and Quickstep. They've got all the top names all installed by Pergo certified installers. Here's another reason why you have to be calling Laminates or Us. Their prices are so low it'll probably floor you. You'll hit the floor. Right now you can get their September kickoff special for just 1995 bucks. That's correct. Only 1995 gets you up to 380 square feet of beautiful laminate wood flooring. It is positively unreal. And laminates of rust will match any legitimate written offer, too. You can't beat him with a stick. For a free in-home estimate, call laminates of toll-free 1-877-777-3336. What could be simpler? They give you free carpet disposal, free furniture moving, a 25-year warranty, and years and years of beautiful, easy-to-take-care-of laminated wood flooring. Call laminates of today toll-free and tell them crusty old O'Neill told you to call one 877 Seven seven
3: seven
2: thirty three thirty six. This is Radio QAM
4: This is Mark Morgan. It's the twelve to one hour on QAM.
16: It's eleven thirty in the morning. You've just taken a fifteen minute nap, you won that game of dodgeball, you've cleaned all the erasers, recess is almost over, and you've just done duty in your pants. It's Miller
2: time.
1: Hey, it was his thumb, not his toe, you idiot. I mean, was it the other way around? Yeah. 1203, nobody cares, okay? 1203 at 560 WQAM. This isn't even a news story anymore. I mentioned it before. There was The blurb was on there. An explosion went off near an army base in central Israel in Jerusalem uh, today, killing at least three people and injuring dozens of police and rescue officials be san. Security sources said the attack was apparently carried out by a suicide bomber. Oh, it wasn't. In, uh, it was, the explosion occurred at a bus stop near the Asaf Hafora Hospital in the Sephirim, uh, uh whatever it is, near the Tel Aviv suburb of Rishon Litsion. See, well, we don't need any Goyim. We don't need any Jews. We don't need any atheists. We just need people, okay? Cut the crap. That's the only hope for the human race, okay, is get rid of this foolishness, this insanity. You know, the guy was talking about the rats puking their guts out from eating that uh, warfarin, you know? Yeah. you think that they're going to, like, rat heaven when they uh, get done? (laughs) After they puke their guts out all over the place? Lots of cheese and toilet I mean, what are we talking about here? I mean, there's just too much riding here on the future of the whole goddamn planet, okay? And, of course, we know there's no such thing as global warming, (laughs) which is why 12,000 people just croaked in France and 1,400 in uh, in Holland because of the fact that it's 125 degrees in the shade when it's supposed to be about 75. We know there's no such thing. There's a great piece, by the way, if you go to our bedtime stories today, there's a great editorial in the New York Times today about George W. Bush. That's something that everybody ought to be required reading. Ought to be forced to read it. And the public just sits back, like this. Keep them occupied. Keep them stupid. Keep them occupied. Keep them busy. Keep them scrambling. Since Dick Nixon walked away, remember, you've, you've seen the pictures of when he got on, on that chopper, yes, and he got did. on the top step, yep. and he's like uh, giving that salute, you know, and that was it, farewell yeah. adios, and up your ass. Since that day, we haven't had anybody in that oval or that oral office uh, as unctuous as this one. And not just him, because he's just a bubblehead, he's just a, a front man, like they usually are. But this group of right-wing lunatic extremists that surround him, dangerous, Dangerous and out of control. I think Rumsfeld is like on the verge of going over the edge. Yeah, his performance in Iraq over the weekend was enough to scare the crap out of everybody, including the troops over there. Said, "Hey, don't bring them near us. We don't want to hear him speak. We want to hell. We want to go to hell home. We're tired of being lied to. Not only is the American public being lied to, but the kids over there being lied to also in terms of how long they're supposed to be there." Oh, it's gonna be a piece of cake. We'll go in there and do a little cleanup. We'll turn it all over to the Iraqis. We'll let them run their own country. We'll have elections and all these, (laughs) all this crap. Who are you kidding? Don't forget. It's worth it. It's all worth it. Yeah, it's all worth it because we're fighting that war on terror against the evildoers. The most irresponsible administration. And like the article that I read, the one that we put on the website by James Moore. I mean, Nixon, you know, so he lied about Watergate and the dirty trickster with like, you know, because he was so paranoid and insecure and hated the media. I mean, he could have been beating McGovern with his hands tied behind his back. Yeah. But nevertheless, so that's basically what that was all about, which isn't the only horrendous thing he did. But nevertheless, compared to this guy, he was a prince. Small potatoes. He was small potatoes, the transgressions he committed. Not to mention, of course, the right-wingers trying to drum Clinton out of there because he interrupted, he peed on their parade. He interrupted their agenda for eight years. See, Bush won with all the, the host of the same characters, generally speaking, with the Wolfowitz-Pearl, uh, Cheney connection, and Rumsfeld, all these other Goyim, and Jews. They had their hands on the, uh, uh, the keys to the kingdom. And then all of a sudden Clinton came along and, whoop, took it away from him for eight years. That, that's why from the minute he got in there, you notice every appointment he took, every nomination uh, shot down. And then, of course, we had the Monica business, which we wasted $60, $70 million of taxpayer money. And, of course, uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Starr with his bullcrap there, there. We're writing uh, pornographic crap to the public on the Internet about blowjobs. And the public says, well, a segment anyway, saying, oh, yeah, you're right. This is immoral. We can't have this. And so now we have this kinder, gentler, conservative, compassion, fascism. We have a bunch of Nazis running your country is what we got. We got a freaking movie actor, not even a good one, running for governor of the biggest state in the country, and he just might win a goddamn thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger, a sick, twisted right-wing piece of turd who's illiterate. He's been in the country for how many years? Stop man! He can't speak the language. Although I do like when he says California. I do like that. <laughs> I get I get I get all kind of excited when he says that California. Don't you? I <laughs> get emotional when he says that. He's, By the way, this Thursday is the second anniversary of 9/11. Next Thursday. Since nobody seems to be too concerned about 9-11. Next Thursday is uh, another Arbitron trend, an Arbitrend. Yes. Some ratings for June, July, and August. Which there'll be two months, two full months of Pharrell in there. In fact, I think. Right. Well, see, that's right. There'll be like two and a half months. Right. Two months of the change. new schedule. Us being back on in midday and Pharrell being on eight to ten. And, uh, you know, all of these things. Although August is just a horrible month. You can see it on our website. There's nobody there. And generally speaking, for whatever reason, our crowd is the one—they're the people that leave town. Mm-hmm. The only part of our crowd that stays in town are the misfits, the ones that we hear from every day—the <laughs> the mouth yeah. breather, the, the whisperer, you know that crowd. Yeah, that's just the coolest. Retire, thing. you know—they're not going anywhere. They haven't got two nickels to rub together. They can't even do it like a grasshopper—they can't even rub their legs together. I wish I had two nickels. Yeah, that's right. I, I can't <laughs> believe that Clarence hasn't been in there yet. You know something? I'm going to go on strike. I'm serious. I'm taking off a few days, unless Clarence Darrow, A.K.A. Josh, whatever the hell his name is, from Bum Fork, unless he comes in here uh, damn soon and gets this straightened out. See, here's what a scam that the Beasley's pull. The previous uh, guy we had, the uh, Beaner boy there, he was on the payroll. He was getting paid. God only knows where that money was going, but we got a pretty good idea. But he was getting paid. So it's not like we're adding somebody new on there. Like I said, the other shows, they've got zillions and zillions of people to produce the show. How many people? And not only that, but like in the first team, back when it was Joe and Defoe and uh, Geldy, you had three guys doing a show and about 15 people producing it. About 30, man. Oh, my God. So we got two people and we got like one uh, board out there, one flunky. Mm -hmm. I mean, one uh, guy, flunky. Can't get paid. Button monkey. So, in other words, what they're trying to do is, like, uh, save the, the few, the minimal scrapings there. I mean, it's too embarrassing to even talk about the amount of money you're talking about by not putting Scott on a payroll and not paying him. Clarence, you can suck my fat old pimply ass, okay? Get your act together and get with it. Why is it that this show always gets shortchanged, huh? Oh. They can't spend enough money on a morning show. They got a guy in there from 5 to 8 o'clock in the morning. Couldn't get a number if uh, his life depended on it. If you suck a guy, they oozy up his pimply old ass. I could not tell get you numbers. what their
10: answer is. Their answer is what? Why, you know, why we get shortchanged quota. Why is that? Oh, because we you know we pay Neil all this money and we build him studios everywhere. This is what
1: we do for the Neil Rogers show. I see. And the fact that I'm making them millions and millions of dollars in profit so that they can do their fun and games and all the sports yeah, crap to make Greg oh, like, oh, a Oh, look sports at that. Theory. I gotta go. Yeah. right. That's right. Don't respond with anything that makes too much sense because the Beasleys can't respond to that. Because you know damn well I'm not still on here on this radio station because of the fact that they like my looks or they like the way I talk about them or they like me in any way, shape, or form. They even like the way that I smell, even by long distance. They don't want any part of that. They want those big numbers, they want the big revenue, not just that comes in on this show, but that comes in on the show surrounding it as a result of the, uh, just by association. You know what I'm talking about. Sure do. The sponsors that don't want to be on this show because it's offensive and disgusting, but they sure want to be on the station because we got every goddamn male in town listening to QAM, and so as a result, they're like, uh, you know, auxiliary to this show. And all we ask is just take care of uh, our people, that's all, and they can't do it. And Muff is in there, oh, gee, I don't know, I'll talk to Clarence, I don't know. Muff is in there, you know, changing his bra and panties. God, nice nice outfit, by the way, this morning. George was describing Muff's outfit in detail. Yeah, but polka dot bra and silk panties. But why green? Well, maybe he's getting ready for St. Paddy's Day. It's a way off and he never starts too soon. Or maybe he's just green with envy now that Clarence is the PD and he has no authority over him. You do know that, don't you? Yeah, I know. You know that? He's not too happy about it. I I know that, too. He was crying and wailing and just carrying on a few months ago. I just I thought he was gonna have a nervous breakdown about how they made this little punk kid who can't get laid in a whorehouse. They made him the PD and now they they give him a title operations manager. He's he's like a man without a kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. He's like Robert Duvall in Network. Remember that scene? Mm-hmm. After Howard Beale went on screaming about the deal with CCA, the Saudis. Isn't it ironic that it was the Saudis no less? Ha! Oh, man, Patty Chayefsky for president, even though he's dead. Wow, I think Michael Moore is a reincarnation of Patty Chayefsky. What a brilliant guy! So far ahead of his Let's time. Let's him in there. In fact, Patty Trasky was even on the Spilkies in the Ray before she was born. Twelve minutes past noon at five. Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? No, no it's that's the idea. I like that. No, seriously, it's better than the, you know these calls. Huh. Oh, see, I had the right idea last year. I just had the wrong way of going about it. You know, I had the right idea because phone calls are they suck. Especially when half of the town isn't there. What do we have to draw from? You know, I mean, this show should have been syndicated a long time ago. But you got Norma Kent, who's worried about being a baseball maven, who's worried about, oh, Greg won't pay me. Don't call me anymore, Norm. Fight your own battles down there, okay? Everything with me is just fine. My checks show up on time. It's all I care about. I'm having a life of Riley. I love it. You can't get paid by Greg Reed? Sue his ass, okay? Sue his freaking ass. Put it in the goddamn newspapers. Buy an ad on the front page of the Herald and say, QM are a bunch of cheap bastards, and I can't get Greg Reed to pay me again for the 8 million time. He could talk about it on the air. That's right, he can talk about it. Oh, and he says to me in his conversation a few days ago when he called and bugged the crap out of me for no good reason at all, he says, oh, I can't believe I didn't even show in the last trend. <laughs> no, we can't believe it either. Because everybody downtown in Fort Lauderdale in the, in the uh, courthouse there listens to Norm. You know how many people are in the courthouse? About 30, man. That's his audience. All his fellow shills there, his uh, Florida bar uh, goofball associates, partners in crime twelve fourteen at five sixty WQM you need to sell your house fast. Fast cash home buyers buys houses fast, hassle free. Fast cash home buyers buys houses in any condition, location for any reason. You need to sell your house fast. Does your house maybe need a new roof flooring or other repairs? Well don't go throwing bad money after good. How's that go? Good money after bad on costly repairs call Rod today. Don't be throwing money away. Call Rod today at one eight six six seven eight five fast for a no obligation hassle free offer. At Fast Cash Home Buyers, they help you solve your house problems. Maybe you got you a vacant house. Maybe you're tired of dealing with a problem tenant, or you're going through a nasty, rotten, bitter divorce. Call Fast Cash Home Buyers. Are you one, two, or three payments behind? Or perhaps you inherited a property you just want to dump, don't want? Fast Cash Home Buyers can help you out. So call Rod today, toll-free, 1-866-785-FAST, and let Fast Cash Home Buyers give you peace of mind. Fast Cash Home Buyers will buy your house today, and keep it in mind again, you won't have to pay a penny in real estate commissions. So call Rod and check this out. It's 1-866-785-FAST, 785-FAST for a hassle-free offer. And let fast cash Home Buyers solve those house problems. Live, live and local. We're
2: Sports Radio 560. QMQAM.
9: Thornton Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers.
5: Now, here's a little song about being kept after school for getting in trouble. You go a little something like this. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey pretty girl, we're back at school. We're doing things we shouldn't do in class, like acting like a fool. I'm always running down the hall, smoking in the bathroom stall. I got caught by my teacher for trying to give a girl a feel. They're keeping me after school. Yeah, keeping me after school. So many spitballs I blow. The teachers can't take no more. Detention's where I will go. I'm on my way to detention, next time there'll be suspension. They called my mom and dad a purple man you talk about. Attention. next time I won't be dumb. in the drunk, I'm a freaking idiot,
1: I was only having some fun, so how's Brian Greasy doing, 1218 at 560, WQM 362 votes, what's your take on this Thursday's two year anniversary of 9-11, nothing will happen, 213 of you say that, very confidently, what me worry, 108, they just showed a bush again there, I saw a blurb of him walking in there for that speech Sunday, uh huh, I mean, anybody who can't see that blank vacuum, I mean, there's nothing there. Right. There is nothing right. there. It's obvious. Uh, I mean, how can you be in denial of that? Even if you tried to like him, there- there's nothing there. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm staying close to him all day Thursday, 16 said so that, and I won't travel at day 13. Bad will happen on day 12, so confidence is high, nothing going to happen. And you'll notice they haven't raised uh, from yellow to orange uh, any of these things. Have you noticed that? Yeah, maybe they're waiting. They're waiting for what? The morning of. They're waiting for something bad to happen. Or the morning of is like more dramatic, you know, it keeps right. everybody on edge, sure. which is what they're trying to do, keep everybody terrified. Because it's a lot easier to control people that way and push things through like Patriot Acts Parts 1 through 100 and take away everybody's rights. California crowd hostile to Schwarzenegger's wife. You ready for this? I can't wait. A crowded mall in California's capital of Sacramento. Boy, what a great place. I love Sacramento. It's a beautiful city. Ever been there? Nope. Why not? Uh, just L.A., Hollywood, that area. Nah sorry, you don't want to see those daddy plastic places like LA. There's no there's only Koreans and Vietnamese and Chinese people in LA now. Oh look at this, here's another cute cartoon. <laughs> here's a priest walking a young man, a student obviously down the or maybe a who knows what a student, arm around him and he says, You must never play with your private parts to me. That's my job. There you go, you suckers out there. Go back into those confessionals, man, and sit there and tell all about your private and about how you yanked this and you whacked that and you were thinking about this and you were having all these uh, all this stuff. And believe me, there's no construction going on uh, next to you in the booth next to you in that confessional or maybe an erection,
10: <laughs> right? Lots of hammering.
1: You're lots of they're getting hammered in there. Drilling. Right. Nailing. A crowded mall at the California Capitol greeted Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife, Maria Shriver, with hostility yesterday as she made her first solo appearance in the unpredictable gubernatorial campaign. The Austrian-born Republican actor has generated very positive reaction in public since he announced that he would run to replace Governor Gray Davis in an October 7th call. This is in the Washington Post. What a stupid, I what is that? With many clamoring for an autograph and a handshake, what does that article mean? Yet opponents of the recall, including union members, gathered outside a Sacramento Walmart to shout, carry placards, and otherwise express their opposition to the recall when Trevor appeared at a voter registration booth. At a Walmart, she's showing up. Ready for that? High class. She's over here promoting a company that's refusing to pay health care for its workers, said Bill Camp, Executive Secretary of the Sacramento Central Labor Council. She should be ashamed her grandfather would be appalled. Appalled. Damn straight. Walmart, the world's largest retail chain, has been the subject of numerous lawsuits in California, where gubernatorial candidate Cruz Bustamante recently attacked the company's labor practices. We're for cruise, baby. There's nothing like a good cruise. Celia. Oh! Sell <laughs> sold to the devil? I love Celia.
11: <laughs> now I
1: feel better and no, I'll come down. It's been so long since we've heard those dulcet tones. <laughs> Walmart, the world's uh, I just got through reading that. Uh Shriver, granddaughter of Joe Kennedy, niece of President JFK, is a member of the country's best known Democratic family, but is back to Republican husband's entry into politics in California. I think that more people are involved in the political process the better, even if it's picketing, she told a crush of reporters and onlookers before cutting her visit short. I think that's what this great country is all about, yadda yadda yaddy. How do you like that? Good. In the face of renewed focus on old Schwarzenegger interviews about his fast life as a bodybuilder in the 70s, Schreiber could help widen support for her husband. In brief remarks, she spoke of the difficulty of maintaining a normal family life for their four children in such a campaign. What the hell are they kidding, man? They had a right-wing guy finance this whole recall thing. This is just a scam. It's another power grab by the right-wingers in this country who are attempting to do another bloodless coup in California, just like they did when they stole the election in Florida, one by one. Sit back and watch with amusement and amazement and disgust and contempt as they continue stealing up elections, turning over the will of the electorate, and just, uh, we just you'll have a dictatorship. And then 50 years from now, people look back and say, how did this happen, you know? How did this happen? Of course, they won't say that within the boundaries of the U.S. because they won't be allowed to be. The Patriot Act will put them in jail if they say that. We have these. Yeah, we have these. And don't forget.
16: You understand the Gestapo
4: keeps track of everyone. Right, There's...
1: keep that in mind, too. How appropriate that Hitler's propaganda filmmaker, how she died at 101 today. How appropriate on the day that President Bush is coming to South Florida. What's the? Uh, well, you got that sheet because I think I Schmidt can mine. Yes, I do. What's the info?
10: Well, call Robert at five six one two 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 ninety one forty. Is the short answer. Five o'clock. Well, I don't want the short I answer. Want saying, I want the, t- the date, off.
1: the time. It's five this afternoon at the uh, Hyatt Hotel, Hotel sixty
10: six. Wear a black shirt. Bring a white cross or a sign. I ninety five Davy Boulevard east to US one south on US one to seventeen. have Broadway. to give them directions. If right. they can't
1: find Pier sixty six, they have no business uh, going there anyway. Parking is on
10: the west side at Quayside Shopping Center and Publix or Harborside at the south side of the ha- Hyatt, east side
1: yeah. of the bridge. You are a mumbler, you know. Isn't he a mumbler, Scott? Well, I'm picking through this thing. No. 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 <laughs> uh, you know something? <laughs> I think Clarence is probably the best PD I've ever worked for in this business. I think that Scott's got some. Nerve expecting to get paid for sitting there on his ass just after Scott Pharrell, you know, sneaked him in there, try to sneak him in the back door, so to speak. I think it ought to be like at least an eight-month probation period before he even expects to get paid. Don't you, George? Twelve months. No. Two years. You see, if you want to play those games, Scott, it's (laughs) going to cost you in the long run. But then again, I'm sure that Pharrell's taking good care of you. He's probably paying you rent. I beg your pardon? (laughs) Five six seven pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Clarence, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, okay? I guess Scott's not putting out for you. Is that the deal? Is that what it's all about? Yes. That must be it. Maybe if he just, uh, lets, like I said before, lets you have a sneak at his privates, maybe he'll put him on a payroll. What do you say? Uh-huh. Okay. That's what it'll take. Just wave it at him, okay? That's all it takes to get him excited. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Here's Coral Gables. Hello? Hey, Neil. Yes?
7: Hey, have you seen it? There, are there any new movies out we can go to the gaiety and masturbate
1: together with? Yeah, okay. Sounds good to me. 567-0560, <laughs> pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I'll see you there at 8. Here's Dania. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
14: Where are you getting some of these callers at? Oh, my God. i got to follow no, them up.
1: that that's, that's it. That's South Florida, man. It's a cesspool. That's what you got. Bunch of idiots.
14: Give me the ball. Give me the ball, right? That's all right. we know.
1: Right, right. And this um, last guy who wants a, a circle jerk.
14: <laughs> He's probably doing it right now.
1: i no question about it if he had the equipment.
14: <laughs> hey, this is one of the finest programs I've heard you do in a long time. This really? Is vintage Neil Rogers. Hmm. Oh, I got chills up and down my arm. You're ripping everybody From what? today. From you're, what? You're ripping everyone. I love Good.
1: it. Good. I'm in a mood for it. I'm in a great mood. I'm happy life is sweet.
14: Hey, have you been watching the uh, campaign financial reform uh, debate? With
1: the Supreme Court, the Supremes? Yes. Yeah, Diana Ross said it's a bad idea. Don't do it.
14: <laughs> Did you see how it split down the middle? Now, who do you think's against the campaign reform?
1: There couldn't be a uh, Rehnquist in that crowd. Oh, couldn't it be Scalia. 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 couldn't be those right-wing uh, Nazis that we have in there, the same ones who said, stop counting the vote. It's getting too close to Bush 1.
14: Now, guess who's the lawyer for one of the groups that wants to overturn the law? Ken Starr. Oh, my God. You, you read, too. I don't believe it.
1: Yeah. I don't believe what a it. Do you think it's just a coincidence? Well, they don't want just the... like all of these child molestation stories. They're just coincidences.
14: They don't want the democratic process. And like by the way, said... every
1: crank call that we get on the show is from the Catholic Church. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry.
14: They don't sure. want the democratic process. They want to take over the whole process. Yeah. But if you... well, that's
1: what's happening in California. Don't you understand?
14: Oh, of course. I mean, the guy. If you wins... can't win
1: it by hook or by crook, we'll just uh, we'll have another bogus election, and then we'll stick somebody in there who's like a popular movie star, just like Ronald Reagan Part Two, only this guy's illiterate.
14: Well, one of the, the people brought up, how could, it doesn't you you, in, here. how could you be elected in November and they want to throw you out in March? Yeah. I mean, if they hated him that bad, why would they elect him for four months? They changed Well, do all you understand
1: stuff? that he was the one responsible for Enron and all these other things. Not, but, you know, don't confuse the public with the facts.
14: Yeah. One more thing. Uh, ABC News poll was just on the bottom of CNN screen. Uh, right. Do you feel safer with the Iraq War? Does this make us safer with terrorism? 48% mm-hmm. said terrorists will strike us more now. Forty percent said we're safer. So what did that go. get us? You know, all those people dead for no reason and all that money spent?
1: Listen, I'll see you on Friday after you come out from under the bed.
14: Okay, I'm still see under you. there.
1: Okay. He's under it. 28 past noon at 560 WQ. I'm announcing a big, a new one.
3: It's Dave
4: in Miami town. Yes. At 560 WQAM.
9: Bullwinkle J. Moose. He conquered television. He conquered movies. Well, sort of. And now he's conquering the world of heavy metal. It's Bullwinkle Sings Ozzy.
3: I am Iron Moose.
9: Yes, America's favorite moose pays tribute to America's favorite reality TV dad, Ozzy Osbourne, in Bullwinkle Sings Ozzy, featuring such antler-banging classics as War Mooses.
4: General gathered in the matthew. Just like witches at Black Massive. Hmm, must have had the wrong rhyming dictionary.
9: When a classic cartoon character meets a classic rocker who's become a living cartoon, you get Bullwinkle Sings Ozzy with songs it
4: behooves you to
9: hear, like...
4: Times are changed, and kind are strange. Here I come, but I ain't the same.
9: I'm coming home. And you'll want to come home with this CD. It's Bullwinkle Sings Ozzy. I'm
4: going up the rails on a crazy train. Hmm.
9: Get old, old, old. Hey. Best of all, you don't need a permit to hunt down this collection. Make a moose call to your local record store and pick up a copy today. 1234
1: at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday, too. we got the Mad Dog coming over to Hank in the studio at 4 and in the Marlins and the Mets. Big, big game tonight. 7:10 uh, after the pregame show. Here's a call from him. now. How come I notice that Scott's not picking up line nine anymore? You think he's closing uh, up? That guy, yeah. WQAM uh, prank line. Now see, there's nobody even on there and he's getting all panicky. I bet you it couldn't possibly be that guy, could it? <laughs> I'm sure it could. You don't want to give him his eighty five seconds of fame? You don't want to give him two, three hundred calls a day? His due. Well, he's just not going to get paid if you don't answer line nine. That's all well, there is to it. This this gentleman was already blocked on another number. This gentleman? I, I was trying to be cordial. See, the word, the word, of this asshole. Don't try to be funny, because you're about as funny as uh, cancer of the kneecap. You're not funny. Uh, this asshole is the expression. He's doing what now? Well, you call blocked and he's uh, just using another line now, is what you're trying to that's say. It. Well, that's uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> he's back, though, on another line. He's got a whole bank of lines. WQAM crank line.
0: Hola, this is Carlos.
1: <laughs> see, it was a good call. What's wrong with you, man? We're, ach- we're aching to get an update. I notice everybody comes in and just says to George, oh, how's the beaner boy doing? How's Carlos? And we say, we don't know and we don't care. And I think that's as honest as we can be about that situation, sure. is it not? Certainly. We don't know. Don't know we don't, don't care. care. We don't want to know. We don't want to hear that name, no more. The Flyers to be rated for risk level. You were telling me about this before the show today. Yeah. Here's the story from the Washington Post. In the most aggressive and some say invasive step yet to protect air travelers, the federal government and the airlines will phase in a computer system next year to measure the risk posed by every passenger on every flight in the U.S. of A. Eh?
10: Except that on CNN they said flyers will be sorted according to color. Right. That's what the little... <laughs> right. The little caption is And read. if the darker you are, the deeper <laughs> in the back
1: of the plane you've got to sit. And if you're real, real dark, you're way back in cargo. Separate plane. The new Transportation Security Administration system seeks to probe deeper into each passenger's identity than is currently possible, comparing personal information against criminal records and intelligence information. Passengers will be assigned a color code, green, yellow, or red. Oh, but I'll tell you one thing. If you're colorblind in America now, you're in deep crap. Based in part on their city of departure, destination, traveling companions, and date of ticket purchase. Based on their city of departure, destination, destination, Traveling companions and date of ticket purchase. Notice it says based in part. They're not telling you the other part. Most people will be coded green and sail through, but up to eight percent of passengers aboard the nation's 26,000 daily flights will be coded yellow. I guess if they're Chinese, and will undergo additional screening at the checkpoint, according to people familiar with the program. An estimated one to two percent will be labeled red. Those who are flying to Cuba from Canada. And will be prohibited from boarding. It'll be prohibited from boarding? Yeah. These passengers will also face police questioning and may be arrested if we don't like the way they look. The system will provide protections for the flying public, said TSA spokesman Brian Turmail. Or is that turmoil? Not only should we keep passengers from sitting next to a terrorist, we should keep them from sitting next to wanted axe murderers, too, we said. Well, let me ask you a question. The new system called Computer Assisted Passenger Prescreening System 2, CAPS-2, 2, which I think is kind of like that P...
3: Why? Why?
1: ...we were talking about on Monday, has sparked so much controversy among both liberal and conservative groups that the TSA has struggled to get it going. Delta Airlines backed out of a testing program at the agency earlier this year, and now the TSA will not reveal which airlines will participate when it tests a prototype early next year. If all goes as planned, the TSA will begin the new computer screening of some passengers as early as next summer and eventually be used for all domestic travelers. This system is going to be replete with errors, said Barry Steinhardt, director of the ACLU's Technology and Liberty Program. You could be falsely arrested. You could be delayed. You could lose your ability to travel. Yada, 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 in a partridge in a pear tree. So it just goes on and on and on and on. And like I said, you better not be colorblind. Otherwise, crawl into the bed and don't come out. Because between a, the color coding of the passengers and the color coding on the alerts, and then we got the the is it what is it the orange alert for the uh, uh, missing children? Uh, oh, the amber, amber alert. I'm sorry. And we we got so many goddamn colors. And of course, uh, who the hell knows what's going on, especially in South Florida where red means go at a traffic light. Right. Don't make any off-color comments either. Exactly. Otherwise, you're going to be uh, in deep doo doo. Here's Miami, Buenos Dias. Music, la musica de tu vida. Here. <laughs> Here's Pompano. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Sounds like a Dylan real phony voice to me. That says,
17: uh, honk your horn if you listen to Neil Rogers. Nobody's honking. Yeah. Nobody's honking. Not even that duck that gets Yeah, honk this
1: the... asshole with a phony voice. Mm. What an idiot. What a dumb honky. Here's Miramar. Hello.
17: I'm Catholic.
1: <laughs> that was Dennis. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
12: Oh, Neil God. Yes, sir. Thank you for See, taking my call. See, we only have to call. go through like
1: 10 to get one real call, and I think we have one here.
12: Thank you for taking my call.
1: Well, thank you for making your call.
12: Um, listen, Caller. first of all, I'm going to be there with my blog today. With your what? Wearing all black.
1: Okay. On 17th Street. Mm-hmm.
12: And so we're, we got our little things going on for that. I'm, I'm jumping in on that. Um, I'm glad you brought up about the TSA. Yeah. I personally... Was one person that has, that was in the test program that Delta decided to Schmidt cam.
1: Well, based on the way you sound, I would say that you were red, definitely red.
12: Uh, well, I think I was, because, uh-huh. uh, the, the person that worked for Delta actually told me that I was on the list, and he did a little maneuver to make it a little easier for me, uh-huh. and they, they searched Sli- me five times before I got on the plane,
1: uh-huh.
12: and, uh, Finally, they did let me on the
1: plane. Okay, well, thanks for the good news and have a good time there tonight. Was that, uh, scintillating or what? What? I, I don't know. That was, I wouldn't let him on a plane, not after that call. I think they just changed your color status, okay, pal? Purple. 12, 1241 at 560. Yeah, he sounded like one of them purple people eaters to me. Of course, you know about them Delta, um, well, not just Delta, all the airlines, those right? Flight attendants? No. I'm talking about the male flight attendants. No, what? The ones who fly without the plane? Oh. 19 till 1 at 560 WQM, if you want to lose some weight, balance for life could be the answer you've been searching for for many, many years. Because I know what it's like to be fat. Trust me when I tell you, I know my fat. In fact, it's really near and dear to my heart. It's surrounding my heart. If you're tired of being fat, unhealthy, lethargic, if you're diabetic or on the verge of it, if you want to get back into good shape, you want to put some real-size clothing back on, and you just haven't been able to stick with any of those other diets, Balance for Life is a great way to do it because they take all the guesswork out of it for you. There's no cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no calorie counting, no carb counting. They combine the knowledge of the zone diet with special emphasis on the glycemic values of carbs, and they put together fantastic food for you, and they deliver it to you in a little black sack every day right at your door by 6 a.m. You get up in the morning, you reach out, at your work at your home, wherever the hell you are, by 6 a.m., and there's three gourmet meals, two delicious snacks in your black sack. The only thing you have to choose from is two alternatives for each meal every day that you're on the program. You fill out a little menu once a week, fax it over, and that's it. And they do all the cooking and they're preparing for you. Everything is fresh, delicious ingredients, no preservatives, no chemicals, no crap, just delicious, great stuff, and plenty of food to keep you full all day long and stay on the program. You'll start seeing results within a matter of days. So don't be a loser like the Beast or some of these other disgusting slobs. Get yourself in a really good shape and start wearing real good clothing instead of those pup tents. Let Balance for Life do it for you. Call 954 954 568 3229, or check them on the Wicked World Wide Web at balanceforlife.com. My and look This
2: is Sports Radio 560, QA
4: Jumped in a taxi cab, I said, Driver Central Park.
3: He looked at me so quizzically, I could tell he was in the dark.
4: So I acted out my park charade And with my arms the trees
2: I made
4: Nobody speaks English anymore
3: <laughs>
4: I went down to Miami Beach Where the weather is nice and sunny I walked into a liquor store But the guy there talks real funny so I asked him for a pint of old Jim Beam He says, non-tiendo What does that mean? Nobody speaks English English at go. right the corner, Delhi. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, smelly. Or you can go back to Iran. <laughs> I came here many years ago. Learn my ABCs. I don't say muchas gracias. I say pretty please. So get yourself to a classroom quick. You're in America
1: now. Stop making me sick.
2: Nobody speaks English anymore. 12.47
1: at 5.60 WQAM. We got the short show tomorrow. Really impressed yeah. about that, aren't you? Really short. Got that big Marlins-Mets game tomorrow. And, of course, every game now is really, really big and the pregame show is at 12:35 tomorrow. The game is at 1:10 from Shea Stadium. So we got an early exit tomorrow 12:35 which we're really broken up about. Oh yeah. And then Thursday of course is 911. So we'll be doing the show. I'll be like hiding under the uh, counter here. Right. Yeah, I'm going to phone it in. And George will phone it in from a prestigious Hollywood where he'll be safe. <laughs> 5670560 oh, pound 560. We had one woman call today? No. No. It's it just it's amazing. It's mind-boggling the number of people who are listening to this program and yet the the clawing, the gnashing, the pulling, the yanking, the drilling, the—it's just thirty years of, of this crap, man. And look at what we got now. We got two calls on the board. Here's uh here's Davey. Hello.
12: Hi Neil. How you doing? Okay sir. Good. Um. Yeah. In, not in this past break, but the one before. Just heard a promo for the new Whoopi Goldberg show.
1: I would you don't hear, pay any hear attention this to
12: this. Promo? No. Oh man. I just brutal i mean you know it's like every you know just just
1: brutal what i don't know what you're talking about
12: stereotype of just you know they're just pulling everything out just the most base humor they can possibly go for It's anything you'd expect from whoopi goldberg yeah Nothing. not even trying to shoot well i have
1: have a suggestion for you don't watch it i don't watch whoopi goldberg she makes me just looking at her makes me sick to my stomach i can't even stand looking at the bitch but why would somebody call me to bellyache about whoopi goldberg what's what's the point don't Don't watch it would you watch it? No, not a Chinaman's chance in purgatory. I'll tell you that right now. Don't watch it, pal. You'll live a lot longer. You'll be a much happier, guy. Okay. Hey, before I forget, whining and bellyaching. Man, ah, she's this. She's not funny. Just don't watch it. Yes, like the people that hate this show. Don't listen to it. Of course, you see it 560
2: online at wqam.com. We'll to regular programming momentarily.
1: They hear that and then the silence, I guess. That... Oh, no wonder people don't want to listen on I me. Mean, and all that scratching and puking in there trying to be clever. That sounds like crap. Probably something Bob Vermouth put together over there in uh, Naples. God almighty, what a mugwump concept that is. Why couldn't they just, uh, you know, like have a little music and say, you know, we'll return to the Neil Rogers show momentarily, you know, like repeat it a couple of times. Like when you're on hold, you know. Right. You have that bitch with all little... You notice anywhere you go in the world that same bitch's voice is on there when She's you're She's everywhere. Uh... She's all the... Who is that bitch? I don't know, but we could have some great hold music. Do you think she's like with. a real person? I don't know. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's that bitch. The number you are calling has been... And it's on every single one of those recordings, no matter what the message is, it's her. Maybe she has a contract. Guess who was here at Sears the other day, introducing her new product line? Martha. Martha Stewart. And how come there weren't zillions of people out there? That's because the people there are too polite, you know? Protesting, screaming, yelling, nice. carrying on. That would be 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. If we don't get a lady on this phone before 2 o'clock today, this is it. I'm throwing in a towel. That doesn't mean I'm not going to do the show tomorrow. I'm just going to throw the towel into what? The bathtub. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello.
13: Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Yeah. Um, That's going I have a problem with, uh, I don't Did you hear about up, uh state and about the uh, gay school opening? The opening
1: up? The opening up?
13: Uh, I don't... Okay, my point is... Anyways, I was all right. Listen, wait, hold on a second. All uh, uh, right, look,
1: let me, can I ask you a question? Are you being no, held no, hostage, no. sir? Are you being oh. held hostage now? Huh? Just fart real loud if you're being held hostage now. We'll be able to smell it. We'll no, risk Give us your location. Where are you?
13: I'm at Pembroke
1: Pines. No, A little more specific than that. Are you being held captive like at uh, Walgreens? Oh no,
13: man. Listen, can you
1: just listen for one second, Okay. Please? Okay, how I'll about in Publix outside with all those oldies in Pembroke Lakes? No. Are you being held there? Listen,
13: I have, I was listening to Howard Stern this morning. Okay? No, that's
1: and, uh, that's why you're talking this way now, yeah. No,
13: no. But anyways, they were a the school opening. It's an all-gay school, right? And what? And what they I, do, I, they well, that's got...
1: not that's not a bulletin. everybody knows that story. Okay. So what about
13: well, it? That, that I have a problem with. Well,
1: problem. why are you getting problem. so hysterical about it? You sound like you're ready for a stroke.
13: Okay, the problem I have is one of his interns, okay, went over to the school, and the people that were there, they were protesting. And the people, they brought their, their, their kids. You believe yeah. They brought their kids. So the intern was interviewing them, and they were, speaking of evil people, they were called faggots evil. It was just unbelievable. These 8- and 10-year-olds, it just goes to show you how parents are so ignorant that they brainwash their kids.
1: Well, let me, they, let me ask you something, sir. What? Where do you think Where do you think kids learn hate from? Where do you think they learn it?
13: They learn it from the
1: they learn it at home.
13: Exactly, and it upsets me. I don't raise my kids like that. I, mean, I have uh, gay friends, believe it or not. Um, me too. I was, and I, I know. And I was brought up in Miami, and I, I, I'm a people person. You know what I mean? I, you know, no. it, just, it just it just disturbs me that people still go by the book. It's thirty thousand years old. We need to get a new book because that's that's what's
1: going on in society today. I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna. I'll let you know when it comes out. I'll give you the name of it. Neil Rogers DNH. I'm writing a new book. The good book says. The good book says. Now, which book are you talking about? Well, whatever book uh, happens to be convenient at the time to make whatever point I want to make, to justify my archaic, grotesque, Neanderthal, hateful attitude. That's the book. Oh, that one. Would... That's the one. The Koran, the uh, Old Testament, the New Testament, the Great uh, Testament, the mm-hmm. Book of uh, of Mormon. Sure. Whatever it is, pick a book, pick a line, pick a phrase, pick your nose. It's all the same bullcrap. Like I told you before, religion must be eradicated before it's too late. Before we blow up the goddamn world. And this president's uh, got us well on our way to doing it. By the way, with all these evil doers. There's a lot of evil doers. The only problem is he and his uh, cohorts ought to be looking in the mirror every time they say evil doers. I think maybe they've been drinking a little bit too much evil doers. Myself. How's Brian Greasy doing, by the way? i call it out again, Brian. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. And we got a lady on there yet, Scott? Oh, it looks yes. like a lady in Kendall. Hello. Lady in Kendall.
16: Hello. Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Okay. I'm on Verizon. I just want to let you know I'm a lady, if you use that term loosely. I love your show. I love you. I'm not within your demographics. I'm about a year younger than you are, but I love listening to you.
1: Well, everybody's younger than me now. See, I know if I stayed on here long enough, I'd like uh, be older than all of my audience, which is good.
16: <laughs> uh, speaking of... Things that happen. Anyway, Doonesbury, do you ever follow the comments? No, I don't read
1: cartoons. I'm just okay. too intellectual for that.
16: But did you hear about recently the one that they would not allow to be shown in many of the newspapers? No. It was about men who masturbate regularly, have a lesser chance of getting... Um...
1: Prostate cancer. Yeah, we had that right. story on a few weeks ago, right.
16: Right, but it, the, the, this was in the cartoon. Yeah. And they, a lot of the newspapers in uh, around the country would not... Run the
1: cartoon. Well, I'll be damned. Goes to show you, we're still living in a stone age, huh?
16: So, so is that true then?
1: Well, I, see, that's how remember Wolfman with Lon Chaney? Yeah.
3: That's what happened
1: to him. He was ma- masturbating too much uh, and he started growing all that hair on his palms? All the hair on his hands. Right. Yeah.
3: I, yeah,
1: I know that one. We're living Listen, in the stone Liam, age. I love somewhere.
3: you
16: and I gotta go. Good luck to you. All right, thank you.
1: Bye bye. There's a lady, okay? Okay. Doonesbury says that if you yank it a little bit too much. No, see, we had that story, remember? Absolutely, and it said if you masturbate a lot between like 20 and 30 years of 20 and 35 between those ages, that like uh, uh, it keeps your ducts clean, so you right. don't have to go out and buy a whole bunch of duct tape. Keeps your oh, you know that low. that would have been. How can we need another choice on the poll today? I'm so sorry. Uh, the the other choice, Eric. I apologize at this late point. Uh, I'm buying duct tape and visqueen today. <laughs> What? <laughs> Nothing, just so we can say 9 nine eleven is coming up, the second anniversary this Thursday. I sure. think a lot of people are going to be going out to Home Depot. What's the other? Uh, what's that other one? Do we have it in, in South Florida? Builder Square? On... No, not Builder Square. There's another big Lowe's. Is that it? There, there I don't think we Lowe's. have Lowe's in South Florida. That's another big uh, home builder type chain like Home. But whatever. We have them They're up gonna... north and the south. They're going to be running to Home Depot buying Visqueen and duct tape. So that's the other choice on there. I'm buying duct tape and Visqueen right now, or something like that. Whatever, however Eric wants to put it. I'll let him use his own livid and vivid imagination. 1256 at 560 WQM. We'll squeeze a call or two out of this crowd today. I mean, a real one. You'll see. When in doubt, squeeze it out. (laughs) VIPSportsBook.com is the place you want to be doing business with during the upcoming football season and all year long for all your plunging in peace. Because this time of the year, when football season gets underway for serious, this is the time when the sportsbooks all come flying out of the closet. They're all looking for your money. Most of these uh, outfits, 99% of these bookies are located in the jungles of Costa Rica with a bug man. This year, move up in class to vipsportsbook.com, the oldest and largest sportsbook in the Netherlands. And if they're in the Netherlands, man, they can't be all bad. I'll 100% legal and licensed, too. So listen to me and call vipsportsbook.com. Don't settle for second best. Call them right now, toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS because their software is best. Sign up right now, you can bet all the South Florida football and basketball teams juice free all year long. You want to bet on the Dolphins? It's 100 to win 100. I'd be betting against them myself. You want to bet the Hurricanes? It's 100 to win 100, so forget about the vigorous All ups get a 20% cash bonus, not some funny money match play bonus either. So check them out online at vipsportsbook.com or call them toll-free at 1-866-VIP-BETS. And be sure you heard, tell me you heard about it on WQAM. And be sure and mention that Gary Sarner is a major asshole. vipsportsbook.com, where you be the VIP.
2: Live and local. This
1: is
3: The radio all yours now. Uh-huh. QA.
5: I am Celia Cruz and I am dead now, but I remember when I was alive, I will live in the glory of the world.
2: Tired of the same boring old communion wafers at holiday mass? Open wide,
6: Billy, and prepare to receive thy Savior.
11: Oh, jeez, Father O'Malley, wafers again!
6: Now, Billy, this isn't just any wafer. It's not. No, through the divine miracle of transubstantiation, I've turned this ordinary wafer into the divine blessed body of
1: Christ.
16: Well, why does the body of Christ have to taste so yucky?
1: spice up your next communion with new christ Christaroni christ is a special blend of rice, spices, and
2: seasonings, plus a bit of the body of Christ in every fluffy forkful. And christ cooks up perfect every time, as he should.
1: Mmm, can I have some more Christ, Father?
2: That's
9: christ Billy.
13: Amen to that.
9: christ the transubstantiation
1: treat. It's a minute past one at 560 WQM, our big one-to-two hour on a Tuesday. We got, uh, I see that opening, that one-to-two hour opening. I love it, but yeah. what does it have to do with the I am
5: silly at cruising, I am dead now, but I remember when I was alive. I will listen to it in the glory when
10: I actually heard him say one to two hours. Oh, he did? Yeah. Slow it down.
5: <laughs> I am Celia Cruz and I am dead now But I remember when I was alive I will lead you to the with the <laughs>
1: I heard it all that time Oh yeah, he did say it's a one or two hour oh, It's almost like it, yeah.
6: I am Frau Ileana Ross Leitman And I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass With soap made from juice And listening to the near Roche Communist Hour Hey,
1: 102 at 560 WQM, no matter how you cut it, no matter how you smell it, it's the one to two hour. Southern California couple face charges and videotaped child molestation. Victims as young as three possibly raped at it. Rancho Santa Margarita, California, a couple who allegedly videotaped and photographed themselves molesting girls as young as three have been charged with numerous felony accounts in connection with the assaults. What do we do with a bunch of scumbags who are molesting little kids like that? Shoot them in the leg. Right, and if you have bad aim, well, so be it. David Shouyi Huang, H huh? W A N G Huang, 32, and his wife Sheila, Sheila careful, sick cat, sick cat. What? She's one sick cat. 23 were arrested uh, last Wednesday after investigators searched their home on an anonymous tip. Police found more than 100 videotapes and pictures of three to nine-year-old children being molested. Police believe some of the tapes, which may go back as far as 10 years, were filmed in Laredo, Texas, where Huang lived before moving four years ago to Rancho Santa Margarita, California. A case like this will sicken even the most seasoned investigator, Orange County Sheriff's Spokesman Jim Amor-Mino said Monday. Sick Cat was released from custody over the weekend in lieu of $150,000 bail. Huang remains in jail without bail. The two were charged Friday with two counts each of using a minor for a sex act. Huang was charged with 21 counts of acts upon a child. Sick Cat faces four counts of that charge according to court records. On Monday, children sold lemonade and raced scooters and bicycles up and down a block of large Spanish colonial style homes where the couple lived, while adults expressed their shock. Their shock. Shock and awe. Awe. Here's an interesting thing, speaking of awe shucks, awe fat. <coughs> Awful lot of fat around in the dikes are fat. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Lesbians stick around the middle, U.S. study. Janet Reno's not fat. How do you know? She wears those really
10: baggy dresses.
1: Well, are you saying that she's a dyke? Is that what you're saying? No, right? uh, no. What were you saying? She drives a truck. Oh. Are you saying she's a girl? No, no. I would never say that. A lady. Well. Sure. Lesbians are fatter and have thicker waistlines than their heterosexual sisters, according to... Hey, you go, sister. <laughs> according to a new U.S. study, leaving the scientists at loss to explain the findings. They're at a loss. Although lesbians eat, smoke, and exercise about the same as their sisters... The study found they, why does it keep saying that? This is in the, uh, national post here this morning. The study found they carry significantly more abdominal fat. This puts them at an increased risk of heart disease and diabetes. One explanation might be there's a genetic difference between lesbians and their heterosexual sisters. There's that word again, said lead researcher Stephanie Roberts, a San Francisco doctor. Dr. Roberts said the reason could be hormonal linked to the reproductive issues or to higher levels of cortisol, a fattening stress hormone that's often elevated in members. Cortisol, isn't that one of the things that they peddle on those uh, phony infomercials? I don't know. Yeah. You haven't seen that one with the real pasty set where it looks like they're sitting in front of a a fake plant? I don't see any of them. Oh, you don't watch infomercials. See, that's where Beaner Boy had you beat by a mile. He liked the infomercials, especially the ones where they peddle drugs. It could also be a cultural difference, she said. In the lesbian culture there's been a long history of fat acceptance. That's what Shirley tweeters used to say. Remember that? No. Gypsy uh, Rosalie, whatever the hell her name was, Gypsy uh what was her name? That phony name she used? She had a on that second guideline. With uh, with what's her name? She was fat too as a matter of fact from Power Ninety Six. Miss Cleo. Bo Griffin. No, and Bo Griffin. She was fat. And a uh whale of a uh sister. personality. Uh, in the lesbian culture, there's been a long history of fat acceptance, size acceptance, and body acceptance in general and dieting's been perceived as something that's not accepting of your body. Studies have consistently shown that lesbians have a higher body mass index than heterosexual women in the u s national average but until now it was unclear whether lesbians were more muscular <laughs> more muscular or had more fat tissue. I would like Charlie on passions she does she's not fat she don't even have a bag of sugar around her pubic. oh you Dr Roberts. Sugar. I beg your pardon? Nothing. You know, you don't watch the show. You don't understand it, okay? You just uh, like Beth. She's got a bag of sugar because she's pretending to be pregnant. Dr. Roberts and a team of academies from the School of Nursing at the University of California, San Francisco, surveyed 324 lesbians and 324 of their heterosexual sisters closest to them in age. Oh, see, I guess this really means sisters literally. See? Okay. I think. Don't you think? No, I think they're... uh... Just generic? Yeah, like cousins. Maybe like kids cousins, girl. Yeah. Each woman was asked to measure herself and weigh herself. Lesbians had a significantly higher body mass index, waist circumference, and waist-to-hip ratio than their sisters, she said. This suggests the difference in BMI is fat, not muscle tissue. So if you think that dykes are more muscular, forget about it. The survey published today in the Journal of Women's Health Issues found the lesbians were slightly better educated and ate less red meat and more fish. <laughs> uh, just, well, don't no. say it! I'm not making that Leave up. It alone, I am not making that up. Okay. Just walk away. That wow! I have just tasted your snapper. Get out of here, Henry! You sick old <laughs> But these did not appear to be important factors. It said uh, the fact that they're eating more fish. Oh God! Takes
4: forever <laughs> to get that taste and smell out of your system. I know. No, not
1: really. I don't want to hear about it. Five, six, especially, it's so close to my lunch. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. What's your take on this Thursday, two-year anniversary of 9-11? We're asking today, 441 votes. Nobody's buying duct tape and visqueen. Eric got it on there, but nobody's buying it. Bad Schmidt will happen only 15. I won't travel that day, only 15. I'm staying close to them all day, 19. What me worry, 133. Nothing will happen, 259. All, all right. You. I say, based on this audience's very astute observations, that it's going to be, a uh, coast is clear. Be afraid. Be very afraid. So it's up to you. Either be afraid and panic and get all bent out of shape, or just go about your business. That's what I say. Just go about your business. I got a great article here from CNN about which flat-screen TV is best. Remember that I mentioned last week? Right, the plasma. Doesn't... And, uh, and nobody, uh, we had, like, two responses. It's good. It's bad. It's... Yeah, it's uh, a... uh, Set your stimulus. house on fire. See, one thing I've discovered over the years, generally, once in a great while there's an exception, but generally speaking... If you count on the audience for any advice about anything, like, you know, killing rats or any disease. Oh, and by the way, speaking of disease, the, um, you know, the heel spur I've had on my right heel for like ages now, for right. months, mm-hmm. seems to be like going away. Huh? Just like when I had that, uh, what do they call that, that uh, plantar fa- fascist, fascitis, <laughs> okay. on the bottom of the same heel about a few years ago. And it, it, oh man, hurt like hell. And if you don't do anything, it goes away. If you do all kinds of other crap, uh, you just waste a lot of money and a lot of time, you get aggravated and doesn't do a goddamn thing. I just mentioned that in passing. Here's Boca. hello. How you doing, Neil? Pretty good.
7: All right, uh I've got a couple things in the media right now to uh talk to you about. Yes, sir. Okay, we have uh I called about Mariah Carey being one of the uh boring people and celebrities out there. Right. And I just want to say she's coming out with a double C D now, all of her songs remixed. <laughs> Aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, instead of like, you know, she should just end her career by just doing that one Playboy shoot and ending it right
1: there. Right. You know? That's it. Get it over with. The money,
7: take the money and run, you
1: know? Right. Okay. Oh, no, but she's work. got a real ego problem. She's been, She's been uh, turned down and, uh, you know, crapped on by so many people. I can't stand her, including Luis Miguel. She just can't handle it no more. She really thinks she's a big star. Hey, it's,
7: it's unbelievable. Just do your one house Playboy shot and take right. the money. Right. Take the
1: money and, the and uh, don't ever let us see you again
7: a lottery, or something, you know, try right. to hit it and get rich that way. Um, we also have uh, Maurice Claret, the Ohio State superstar running back, who uh, destroyed his whole school. He's going to jail now. He's never going to play for Ohio State again. He mm-hmm. ruined the whole program. And uh, I say great because you know what? Now Miami's going to win another national championship. Well,
1: that's another very option. important stuff because if Miami wins another national championship, then uh, we can all feel a lot better about ourselves, can't we? Don't you? Won't you, George? <laughs> If the huh? raccoons win another national championship, I'll tell you one thing, the way they had a struggle to come from behind against that the rotten gator meet the other day, I'm not so sure about that. Of course, they are playing another girls' school this week in East Carolina. East Carolina uh, girls' school for the blind. So that should probably be like, you know, walk over. Just like the Dolphin game against uh, Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like that Dolphin game against Houston. Holy cow, didn't I just dream that? Lately, I've been having experiences, and I feel like I just I just dreamed these things. They couldn't possibly really happen. You know what? Right. I mean, the Dolphins losing the home opener at home, no less, to the Houston Texans. Hey.
12: Stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by the Dolphins.
1: Absolutely correct, sir. Wow. That's why uh, everybody's so down in town, you know. People are down in town. Law lets students forgo a year. This is one of my favorite stories. Pizza. Oh, I got so much stuff here, and I've been taking a lot of calls. Germany complains to Italy about Hitler wines. That's that is shocking. He's in the one. Well, you might day. mention my name to Rice, Marshal Gary. Well, you know, that Mussolini—I don't think he ever really left. He's still hanging around. It's uh, twelve minutes after one. <laughs> what was his? Uh, uh, she wasn't his wife. What was her name? Her, his, uh, Mrs. This Mussolini. His squeeze. I don't know. I don't know what her name was. But they hung the both of them side by each right there in the middle of Rome. It was a be- Maybe it wasn't in Rome. I don't know where it was. Where did they hang Mussolini? I thought it was Scott. in Rome. In Rome. Are you sure? Yes, I am. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, so in other words, we actually got somebody that knows something in there. That is scary. They hung Mussolini in Rome, and there was Scott to tell us, and he didn't even get paid for it. No, I just I can't. No, I, no you're laughing. It's not well, funny. It, what are you going to do? It's, it's pathetic. Well, guess what? I'll be doing on nine eleven. Panhandling. Right. I, I wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it'd be a real good day to be out there in the streets with your hand extended. It would have been nice knowing you. I've got a rag you can wear on your head. Do you know that in Toronto here we've got people that have like franchises for uh, different street corners and locations? Okay, that I really sense. believe it. I think they, they bought a franchise somewhere because I've seen some of these people for years. It just it's just amazing to me. They're, They're always in the, the same spot. The competition. And they always look like real disheveled and everything. Then they get in their goddamn Mercury, their marquee, and right. they drive away. Chauffeur driven. <laughs>
4: First, you pull your pants down around your knees. Pull back from your desk and spread apart your feet. Firmly wrap your hands all around your knee. Then pull up and down, pull up and down and jerk that knee. Keep the keyboard covered so it won't splat. And the cloth handy to I it off your lap. Now you could be just like the cheese. Head of Homeland Security.
5: Alright.
4: Clap down firmly to secure airports. All the borders and the shipping ports, of course. Before you get around to it, pull down your shores. And pull up and down, pull up and down, and jerk the board. Get yourself a nice set of blow pens. Pass the time, noodling at your desk now, you're in charge just like the chief, head of Homeland Security, oh! your pants down and feed your One
1: seventeen at 560 WQM, here's a lady in uh, somewhere in Hollywood, hello.
16: Hi Neil, how you doing?
1: Pretty good, how you be? I'm
16: just fine, thanks. I know you think you don't have a lot of female listeners, but you do. You have yeah. so many. Can, dirty, man. Yeah, maybe. We don't have the time to call. Um, I was calling to tell you I'm going to the protest this afternoon or this evening, mm-hmm. um, in Fort Lauderdale. Um, and as far as your poll, 9-11 really doesn't have a lot of bearing on me anymore because the terrorists know that the government likes our government likes to keep us in fear. So they did all they needed to do. All they have to do now is make threats. They don't even have to make good on them. Mm-hmm. because Bush is going to constantly keep the people in fear in order to keep control over them. So I don't think there's going to not be a Not working too
1: well lately, though. Not if you look at those poll numbers, it's not working. The, yeah, he's you know, dropping, thank
16: goodness. The thrill is gone. I hope it continues to drop till next year. But, okay, uh, well, have yeah. a good time.
1: All right, thanks. Do a good job, Sam. Uh, I mean, I don't want to prevent anybody from going to that thing. You know, they're doing their civic duty, and they're expressing their uh, viewpoint. But, of course, that and 40 cents will buy about a third of a cup of coffee. You know what I'm saying? 40 cents, where's that? Like I said, about uh, five bucks will buy a third of a cup of coffee. Olafant reiterates pitch and threatens lawsuit. On the eve of the Broward County's first budget hearing, election supervisor Miriam Elephant renewed her plea for a partnership with the county but threatened a lawsuit at the same time. How do you like that? She reminds me of that traffic lady we used to have at Paxson. Elephant called a news conference yesterday to reiterate her budget request saying she's taking her case to the community, including the Broward Legislative Delegation, the League of Cities, political candidates, and groups if need be. The governor and the secretary of state. If all that fails and Elephant doesn't get the money and help she's looking for when the county finalizes its $2.5 billion budget September 23rd, Elephant said she'll take her case to court, the appeals process for an election supervisor who feels she's inadequately funded. But Elephant has only 32308 bucks in her budget for legal fees. Gearing up for the final matches between her orifice and the Broward County Commission, which begins its formal budget hearings today, and they're probably doing it right now. Elephant met with county uh, staff members yesterday. She wants. well, it goes to uh, the whole thing. I think we have this on our website. Yeah, it is. If you want to read the rest of it, it's uh, too ponderous for me. I can't stand that bitch. Another one of these people who's going to like, it uh, she reminds me a little bit of Mo. Absolutely. She's going to continue threatening her way into uh, her position. Let's see. Here's a fax that says, Earlier, some of your callers were complaining about Bush, Limbaugh, and right-wing uh, pricks in sports. They don't get it. I got my thing on it, though. The reason the NFL and other significant things are getting so hyped up by these fascists is because they want the intelligent people of this great country to pay attention to more important things than the garbage they're doing outside of the yada, yada yada. Uh The American masses can't wake up on Monday and go on with life and real issues after Dave Wanstead and Jay Fiedler lose a ball game. I like sports and go to some games, but life goes on. I'm not in line to jump off the Julia Tuttle because Jay Fiedler's an average quarterback and Wanstead should be coaching high school football. Every time I hear the hysteria with some of these idiots over-analyzing Fiedler and the Hurricanes, the Gators, and all these things, I want to get the hell out of here. Is it too much to ask that you separate sports and entertainment from real-life issues? (coughs) Yes, too much to ask in South Florida says, I can just hear these kids asking their parents for help with their homework advice on issues in their lives and dad screaming, Can't you see I'm speaking to Mo Howard David? I need to tell him how upset I am with Fiedler. Sports! And then, yeah, exactly. That's the important stuff on QAM. We're on 9-11. We had like an extra hour of sports because uh, Gelly was sitting there with his finger up his ass. What are we going to talk about? We have nothing to say about it. And they were still talking sports because Duff was running around the halls. Oh, Greg, what do we do? What do we do, you know? Duff who can't decide which hand to wipe his ass with. Good guy, but a real pansy, you know. Here's a uh, story: poll ca- support for California recall stalled. Support for the recall of Governor Gray Davis has stalled, a new poll suggests. <laughs> While Lieutenant Governor Cruz Bustamante is opened to slim lead over Republican Arnold Schwarzenegger in California, the field poll set for release today—well, I guess it's released today, ain't it? <laughs> well, I'm gagging. As soon as I said Arnold, I start gagging found that 55% of likely voters support the recall, down from 58% in the August poll, but the difference remained within the poll's margin of error. 40% said they opposed the recall, a gain of three points from last month. Meanwhile, a month ago, Bustamante and Schwarzenegger were about even, but Bustamante's now open a small lead. He's got a small opening, 30% to Arnold's 25%. Senator Tom McClinnic, a uh, state senator, the leading conservative in the race, has strengthened his third place spot, getting 13%, a gain of four points in recent weeks, but that also within the uh, margin of error. Former baseball commissioner and businessman Peter Uboroth came in with 5%, and columnist Arianna Huffington got support from 3%. She's still huffing and puffing. We see support for the recall fading, said Gabriel Sanchez, a spokesman for the Davis Group. Schwarzenegger spokesman Todd Harris said the poll showed that among candidates to replace Davis, it's a two-man race, and Schwarzenegger is the only Republican with a chance to win. Arnold, it's a lie. It's not a two-man. How do you like that? Hmm. Oh, it's just it's it's scary. It's frightening. I mean, it's one thing to you know have fun with it, have a few laughs with it, but the idea that there's somebody can take it seriously is is so phenomenal. It's so mind boogering you know? Yeah. It's amazing. Well, what, are, what are all these faxes just pouring in here? Faxes. I see. It says, can you imagine a presidential uh, election scenario where the only two candidates to pick from would be W and Jew Lieberman? No. No, I can't, and it won't happen. For the amount that I despise and loathe W, Jew Lieberman makes W's leadership skills look like Vince Lombardi. See, here we go with the football stuff again. I'm not too with the facts. It's the same guy that facts the other one. <laughs> oh, it's the same guy that just faxed the other one. It's the same uh, print. It's the same type. Asshole. Scott is full of crap, and based his author- on his authoritarian manner of speaking, needs to go on payless probation a bit longer. Okay, no problem. Jerry Gaki sucks, okay? Okay. During the last days of the war in Italy, dictator Benito Mussolini attempted to escape the advancing Allied army by hiding in a German convoy headed toward the Alps. Partisans stopped and searched the convoy at Dongo. Huh? Dongo is kind of like the Congo, but more white folks. They found him in the back of a truck wearing a private's overcoat over his striped general's pants. The partisans took him prisoner. He was later joined by his mistress, Clara Petacci. A few days later, both were executed near Mezegra. Then on April 29, 1945, their bodies were hung at an Esso gas station in the Piazzale Loreto in Milano. Not in Rome, in Milano. The Piazzale Loreto. Piazzale. Got it? Got it. Along with several other fascist leaders. So it was in Milano, not in Rome. Ever been in Milan or Rome, Scott? No, sir. So how do you know what you're talking about? I've been in both, both of money like that. And I've also been in Bologna, which I think is what you're full of today. But that's okay. No wonder you're not getting paid. And you see, the way he said it, like like he knew it as a fact, you know? Do you have any idea how far Rome is from Milano? Do you think they're, like, close side by each? That's there. not how I remember it. <laughs> he was there. That's not yeah. how he remembers it. Well, kind of like, like all these uh, these payless weeks. One day you'll say, oh, I remember that. He was reincarnated as uh, one of those soldiers. What's your take on this Thursday's two-year uh, anniversary of 9-11 Rascal today on NeilRogers.com? So far, pretty blase. 485 votes. We got four buying duck and visqueen right now. They're out there grabbing it up. Bad Schmidt will happen 18. I won't travel at day 18. I'm staying close to home all day 19. What me worry 140 and nothing will happen. 286, a full almost, almost 60% of this audience are positive they would bet you, uh, Moe's life on it. That nothing's going to happen Thursday. Absolutely. Sure. What have they got to lose? Five six seven oh, five, 60, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. So dykes are fat. You have to you know mean Guys, straight guys are like obsessed with dykes, but I don't think they want to see fat dykes. No. The other they guys. don't want to see old dykes. They don't want to see fat dykes. They want to see
10: hot, young dykes. The lipstick lesbians, not the butch truck-driving diesel dyke. Thank you very right. much.
1: Right. Are you picking on Janet again? There he goes. <laughs> I was thinking Here's Fort Ann. Lauderdale. Hello. Okay, let's try Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello. Buenos dias. Mm. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no chance. No chance, uh, Cisco. that <laughs> 5670560, oh, oh, five, pound 560 on the AT&T. It's, it's grim, man, really. You're right. You know something? I got all these articles sitting here, and for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe because it kills good time, I feel compelled to take these idiotic phone calls. See, I like that seven months, and I don't want to hear that you liked it, too, because it sounds like ass-sucking. Oh, you know what article I want to get into here? I love this. I, I didn't think I actually printed this one out. From the British newspaper, The Guardian, just say no to abstinence. I love this. This is great. I can't believe I actually have this thing in my hand. 26 past one at 560 WQAM. How low can those interest rates go? That's a question that people are asking everywhere you go. How low can they go? Now the Financial Group is doing the virtual limbo rock under the lowest refinance rate you ever be hearing of, 1.95%. That's right now you can refinance your home or buy a new home and get that super low 1.95% financing with the Financial Group. Call them today. When in doubt, check this out, 1-800-940-LEND. If you're even thinking about refinancing or buying real estate, you really ought to be uh, looking into this. Call Financial Group at 1-800-940-LEND. Talk about savings. Listen to these payments. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 368 a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 736 a month. So call Financial Group toll-free 1-800-940-LEND to get the low, amazing, astonishing, rock-bottom rate that you've been scraping and searching for 1.95%. Call Financial Group toll-free 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-LEND. Be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck. You to call there an equal housing letter credit restrictions apply rates subject to change monthly 5.19 APR
2: Live and this is Sports
11: Radio City, QAM. tonight
2: a conversation with former President Bill Clinton on c-span
11: President Clinton uh,
0: at what period of time can we adequately judge how a president did in office
4: I think you can make judgments all along. But I think those judgments will inevitably shift.
10: So how will history view the Clinton presidency?
4: Uh, I was uh, counted to be one of the two or three worst American presidents. Uh, I was uh, a corrupt, drunken. I think the public is entitled to know that.
10: How much do you think we need to know about a president or a former president? The story of his or her life.
4: Uh, I was a fraud from the beginning. Illegal activity. I've got taxpayers' money
1: quite a lot. Uh,
4: If people
2: don't like it, Uh... Will you deal with all of this in your memoirs? Maybe? Oh sure.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well I'm busy on the internet, okay, I'm looking this that's thing right. up. But I will take this call on line nine, although I'm very dubious. Here's Indianapolis, it says
7: How you
15: doing, Neil? Okay, sir. <clears throat> um I don't think anything's gonna happen on September eleventh. I mean that would be that would be a little foolish, don't you think? What
1: do you mean it we'll would be a little foolish? What does that well, mean?
15: Well, if it's gonna happen on September eleventh, don't you think that's something that would be expected?
2: To... I, I
1: don't know. See, we really don't know. It could happen on the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, a week from a circus. We don't know. We never know.
2: I heard George the other week uh, complaining about some of the chronics.
1: Yeah. What do we ever do to him? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, why do you believe these people? I told you right off the he bat. He didn't. This guy's... I beg your pardon? He didn't. That's why he wrote all that crap up there. Oh. Anyway, so I'm looking on the uh, Internet here, and let's see. The war didn't end. His biggest mistake, yada, yada. Uh, oh, this is a long thing. When a German surrendered in northern Italy in April 45, he was arrested again. He and his mistress, Clara Petacci were removed from the jail at uh, Giulino di and lynched by the local communist partisans. And they were hanged in Milano, like we said, okay? Why do we have to rehash that? Oh, the only reason I'm rehashing this is because I actually believe what you wrote on there. See, Scott, I'm finding out, is an idiot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, he really is. He's an idiot. That doesn't make him a bad guy. He's just a moron. You know? I could have told you that. Oh, Okay. Well, no, I, I didn't realize that. I thought that maybe you, like, knew something or had something to offer. So I think generally what we're going to do is, like, on the days that he's doing, we'll just take the microphone out. <laughs> no, because, uh, you know, even if only by accident he might say something. Well, we don't want that to happen. Now, when the bat line rang before, and I noticed there was a lengthy conversation with that was that Clarence to tell you about the signing the uh, papers to get paid? No. Who was that? That was Norm. Wanting what? Pictures of you. Tell that tell that fag to leave me alone, okay? Tell him don't call that radio station ever again. I'm not giving him no pictures. I'm not doing no bobblehead dolls. I don't want to be bothered by him, okay? Uh, first I took care of the rimmers, which is great, and I'm taking care of him. Leave me alone. God, bop, 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 bop. this man lives in such a fantasy land. It's just unbelievable with his, with his fantasy baseball and his fantasy life and his fantasy uh, faggery. Just leave me alone, Norma, okay? Life is wonderful. Oh. It's like you said it the other day. It's like somebody is stalking me. It's like uh, you know, if it's not <laughs> yeah. Rimmer, it's Norma. The stalkers. I did like that show though. It still stalkings a lot, but I guess you know that. Yeah. Man, was he hot. But anyway, just say no to abstinence, writes Zoe Williams in the Guardian today. He says abstinence. And this is too long to read the whole thing. Let me know when it gets boring. Oh, now. No. Abstinence is a very American phenomenon. It's always making news over here, not in terms of shopping or food or anything else. the abstention from which might do the world any kind of favor. And we're talking about abstinence from sex, specifically teenage sex, which is coincidentally the only perpetually renewable resource known to mankind. The onslaught on teenage sexuality is twofold. There are the evangel- evangelical road shows that preach abstinence till marriage. These are full of Billy Graham-style hysteria from excitable girls, but attendance is not mandatory. So even though they receive government grants, they constitute no violation of the constitutional, though not popular, law against including religious beliefs in the public school system. Abstinence training in schools is subtly different. Because of that law, many of the programs don't even mention marriage. They just say, wait. I once asked Andrew Doniger, director of health in Rochester, New York, how long people were supposed to wait. He said, we don't specify, we just say, wait. I said, what, you just take the time you want to have sex, add an unspecified amount of time, and then have sex? He said, you're a pain in the ass, you know that? <laughs> right. Other, I'm reading it. He said, you're a pain in the ass, you know that? Other programs have a Judeo-Christian overtone, but being unable to make any concrete statements, they concentrate instead on the rather nebulous idea that it's nice to be clean on one's wedding night, like Apollonia, <laughs> painting virginity is a nice gift to bestow. This business predates Bush by 20 years, but predictably enough, he's always been a doughty believer. In 1996, when he was governor of Texas, his state had the largest abstinence budget nationwide, which he justified with the declaration, abstinence is not about saying no, it's about saying yes to a healthier, healthier, happier future. Funding for Just Say No campaigns now outstrips that for safe sex campaigns almost threefold. There are needless to say a lot of things wrong with this. First, many of the campaigns are absurdly scaremongering which puts, them up, uh, puts the uh, wind-up teens whenever we do have sex and makes them less likely to seek medical help for treatable conditions. Second, most of the dumb slogans like if you don't aim to please, don't aim to tease puts the onus on girls to act as gatekeepers to sexual experience, which is misogynistic. Third, The overwhelming emphasis on teenage pregnancy expressly excludes homosexuals from the debate. At a health conference organized by the right-wing Medical Institute of Sexual Health in 2000, a young female doctor was asked how she'd apply the abstinence message to a young homosexual coming into her clinic. She said, I would tell him that he was sinning against my Lord. Over here in Britain, over here in Britain, things are very different. The latest literature on the matter is entitled Just Say No to Abstinence Campaigns. A substantial part of the budget for teen sexual health is put toward educating and supporting teenage mothers so that their predicament need not necessarily create a cycle of poverty. This is treated as a class issue rather than a moral one, and rightly so since girls from poor backgrounds are ten times more likely to become teenage mothers than girls from professional ones. This is the definitive comparison in any debate about the role of religion in the political process. Evangelical opinion so often gets liberals' backs up on individualistic issues, homophobia, misogyny, so-called family values, which castigate the very people, single parents, who are taking the greatest responsibility. In fact, where faith intersects with politics, it is almost always about class and poverty. This is why the religious right exists where the religious left doesn't. No one ever crusades for the very poor on a biblical ticket politicians draft in faith-based opinion faith-based opinion where they wanna reframe an issue of underprivilege as one of immorality the social consequences of iniquity can be then put down to the fact that some people are just born bad and also by malign coincidence born poor we always take a great deal of interest in american initiatives that are implicitly religious we view them as an exotic quirk like french presidents and their mistresses or austrians and their fascists but there's nothing exotic about the way evangelical christianity in particular operates in american society it's just a predictable function of right wing policy making, as Alistair Campbell memorably, memorably remarked, Over here we don't do God, we don't do God at all. This must be the most valuable distinction still extant between us and America that we have yet to fall back on bogus concepts of morality to explain why some teens sleep around in chocolate and some don't. Sorry if that sounds like triumphalism, but God knows we don't have much. Pretty good, I'd say, eh yeah, but I would have rather heard some calls. Five six seven oh five sixty. George wants to hear some of those good calls. Chamba, pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Maricon, here's Hialeah. That's always good for one. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you, Neil? Okay.
15: Well, um, talking about September 11. um, You know, it's funny how people still refer to it like you know, you know, terrorism and all of this crap. Basically, you know, first of all, we got to look at who benefited from 9/11. And it seems to me it's very obvious who, who got the benefit from it.
1: Now who is that?
15: Well, the government, U.S. government. The administration got the benefit from it because they got to go to war and all of these corporations make money because mm-hmm. of it.
1: So, so it, what are you trying to say, that the government was responsible for 9-11?
15: Well, definitely they had something to do with it.
1: How do you know that?
15: Well, there's Def- like, definitely,
1: definitely based on what?
15: Well, there's, there's, uh, there's a lot of inconsistencies, like what happens to the black boxes of the planes. Yeah. Okay. They, they could never find those. They say they were destroyed. Yet again, mm-hmm. they found um, the leftovers of uh, apparently a passport from one of the hijackers. BBC reported it that uh, on, on their website that uh, some of the hijackers are actually alive somewhere. Yeah. Um, it seems pretty odd that all of those things, you know, that we have in place, having the, the most advanced intelligence, having you know monitoring. The light the satellite
1: phone. Well, what difference does it make if we have the most inv- advanced intelligence? When George Tenet was the director of the CIA, testified just a few weeks ago that there's no connection, there's no evidence whatsoever, any connection between Iraq and Al Qaeda. What, what difference does it make if we have it and then the uh, public gets lied to? What, what's well, the well, point? Uh,
15: well, what I'm trying to explain is I'm going with you, meaning that you know they're telling us all these lies when in reality their plans are very, very different, and you know all of the media, it's all geared so to manufacture consent. So to make people believe that Bin Laden, you know, and all of this, you know, we've been feeding, we've been fed Bin Laden for years. And then all of a sudden, you know, this happened and, the, you know, the clear you know, blame had to go towards them and still, they still haven't found him. You know, Saddam Hussein is nowhere to be found, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we keep on now, now they're trying to gear themselves for another attack. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if before the election 2004, Surprisingly, there's there's another attack, and then we gotta go to war to Iran and uh, to defend this country. And uh, you know, supposedly these elections, which there were never elections in the last elections, because this guy was placed there by, you know, his father. By friend. the
1: Supreme Court, yes.
15: And and you know, what makes us think that now that they have computer voting, you know, next time we go to the elect, to, to the polls, it's just gonna be a formality to make people believe they're gonna vote. And, you know, we're still going to have to do it because... I, the think, I
1: think they probably already have the printout of what the numbers are going to be in each state. You think that Jeb has got the Florida numbers? Yes. Yeah. we probably got that. We had an article on the website a few days ago about that, about these uh, computerized machines and how they're so much easier to fix than the other ones. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I just mentioned that in passing. Not that there are any fixed elections in America. <laughs> I just mentioned that for you. Never have been, never will. No. Not in America, baby. Land of the free and home of the naive. 19-2. So what the hell was he trying to say? Why?
2: Why? We're Sports Radio Five Sixty Q A M. Or David's a bitch.
1: Absolutely. Okay, so George uh, faxes me, says we got a new Bush bit from Boca Brian. You want me to fire it off? Sure. Question about it, which is why I stay away from it as much as possible. 529 votes. What's your take on Thursday's two year anniversary of 9 11? Uh, 11 say I'm buying duct tape and viscally. <laughs> and now right the now. WQAM. Oh, wow. Somebody had reset this machine. Well, I'd like to beat the crap out of them. I'm buying duct tape and viscally right now, 11. I won't travel that day 19. I'm staying close to them all day 20. Bad Schmidt will happen 20. So just, you know, a smattering. But what me worry 146. And nothing will happen, 313. See, the guy got called me before and said, well, that would be too obvious them doing it. Well, maybe it wouldn't, maybe it wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Right. In other words, that's probably bluff. the general uh, feeling is that, oh, well, they're not going to do it again on a day that would be so obvious as to repeat on the second anniversary. Just like last year they were, and of course, you recall last year, he was using the uh, tragedies of 9-11 to pump up support for this uh, Iraq attack, which subsequently they went and done under the guise of well we're fighting and the war on terror is never ending and all over the world and yada yada so they can go in there with the the Iraqi oil pipeline all the other crap, you know. They couldn't get the Afghan pipeline going, so now it's the Iraq attack. The only problem being that we decimated the country and killed zillions of people and our people are dying over there every day and we got nothing but chaos and it's coming unglued and unraveled moment ir- moment by moment. I just wondering though in the midst of all this yeah. yeah why is it that most people live in trailer parks listen to country music? Oh. <laughs> you know? One begets the other. Is that what it is? Sure. I don't think you'd go into a trailer park and hear Aerosmith coming from the speakers, or Elton John, it's a or different demo, Huh? Oh, they have those trailer parks, too. I'm talking about... Well, at least I was going to say the people on Jerry Springer, but then again, are there black trailer parks? No, without a doubt. Get out of here. I'll, I'll drive you to some when you come back down. No. <laughs> there are black people
10: living in trailer parks? There are um, rural black people, in case you didn't know.
1: I'll be damned. By the way, Peter Eubaroth dropped out of the race in California. for forgot what he just dropped out. How many votes did he have? About 30, man. So he said, I don't think so. El Paso is what he said. The former baseball commissioner, Peter Eubaroth. He said his name was a little bit too confusing, unlike the simple names on there like, you know, Gray Davis and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hello. Lawsuits blaming airlines, the Port Authority, and the Boeing Company for injuries and deaths in the 9-11 terrorist attacks can proceed, a federal judge ruled today. This just in. The defendants had argued that the suits should be dismissed because they had no duty to anticipate and guard against deliberate and suicidal aircraft crashes, and because any alleged negligence on their part was not the cause of the deaths and injuries. In his 49-page ruling, U.S. District Judge Alvin Hellerstein said the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, which owns the World Trade Center property, is not shown that it will prove its defense of governmental immunity as to negligence allegations made by WTC occupants. What is that? It's mm. not shown that it will prove its defense. The judge also said the evidence he had seen does not support Boeing's arguments that the invasion and takeover of the cockpit by the terrorists frees it from liability. The plaintiff said Boeing should have designed the cockpit doors to prevent hijackers from invading the cockpit. The plaintiffs had also argued that American United Airlines and the Port Authority were legally responsible to protect people on the ground when a hijacked aircraft smashed into the Twin Towers, causing them to collapse. The ruling was based on the cases of about 70 of the injured and, uh, and representatives of those who died in the 2001 attacks on the WTC, Pentagon, and the crash of a hijacked plane in Pennsylvania. I still, you know, I, I realize that I'm a skeptic. Call me uh, ignorant. Call me uh, dubious and suspicious. But I'm still a little bit curious as about how that long lag time—you know—between the first tower and the second one. Yeah. Well, any, and, and no interception, no response, and then the, the long, long lag time. What was it like—a half an hour? Sure. Before they hit the Pentagon. I mean, you know, just just thinking out loud again. My and Hi. This is Sports Radio
2: Five Sixty. U
5: Q-A-M.
4: The Middle Eastern world will be exploded Saddam and people killed with the gas that we sold him First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting and the right
5: wing Is drilling
4: it over and over into our heads That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction 3,000 people killed are now forgotten let's exploit them instead hey there's oil to be gotten going after saddam too Placate osama there's no longer mention of the name bin laden But no one seems concerned, all comfy and complacent Believing every word of this cartel administration That controls us by fear through media manipulation And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Without provoke battle and. World annihilation Old regimes must fall In Halliburton installed With no objection at all Democrats don't have the balls And the right wing Is drilling it over And over into A brainwashed head Iraq has some Weapons of Mass destruction Only Iraq has some Weapons of mass
1: destruction. Well, what a great job Eric did on our website. Did you see that? Yes, I did. That uh, stuff is up there. The rally. More on how we feel. El Presidente is in town today, this afternoon. Bush Farewell Tour to 04 protest today. Hyatt Hotel, Pier 66 and 4 Lauderdale. will be there at 5 o'clock. Wear a black shirt. Uh, bring a white cross representing a soldier killed in Iraq and or a sign of protest. Randy Rhodes, a goddess. Rally. They'll be there. If you want more information on it, call Robert at 561 561- 222-9140. Maybe you want to wear your tutu. The Mad Dog's next. Bye, bye, bye! What is that? I don't know. Wait the is ID. That? I think it's a communist plot. The, the Neil Rogers Show on
3: 516 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
1: Howard from Boca. Big, gigantic, Absolutely.
3: dark ass.